Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is Alex Howell, your host. And today we had, for episode 23, we had Lori Worth on. Now, I do want to give you a slight disclaimer. Uh, episode 23 was supposed to be Corey Gallagher again. I, he came on after uh, some stuff went on, but the audio was terrible. So, Corey, I apologize for that. Uh, we'll make it up soon. Good luck on your dissertation, buddy. Um, anyway, today, though, we had Lori Worth on the podcast. And, my God, this is a... If you recognize her name in Kansas City, it's probably because of her family's affiliation with Worth Harley-Davidson. She, however, has worked there, but she started Vibe Communications and is a brand consultant uh, through there and works with several uh, large companies. On top of that, she just started Worth Living Happy Real Estate through EXP, uh, her brokerage. And overall... She's just a really happy person, and it's nice to see that, especially this in these di- these days, this day and age, however you want to put it. But it's nice to see that. It's nice to run across her on your timeline because rather than seeing every bit of nonsense that you see these days uh, where everybody's politicizing everything, it's just 100% happy. And you'll kind of see that that comes off in our, in our interview in the podcast uh, because she was just absolutely herself as you would expect her to be. Lori and I had never actually met. Uh, I contacted her because she opened up a yoga studio that was right next to a house I used to live in. And I knew her um, just through social media, and that was pretty much it. But when I reached out, got me connected to somebody who was really good, uh, I ended up moving out of that area, so I wasn't able to continue on. But I kept up with her through social media, and then when I saw her doing the real estate thing, and when I saw a little bit more about what she was involved in, it's like, this is a really interesting person. And uh, so this time, I just decided I'm going to reach out, see if she wants to come up for the podcast, and sure enough, she uh, she did. We had to reschedule from yesterday to today, both of us uh, just timing, how it always is, but... Uh, Vibe Communications is her brand consultant company. Worth Living Happy is her real estate company through EXP. She's owned yoga studios. She's worked, you know, all kinds of stuff for uh, Worth Harley-Davidson. She is an absolutely delightful person. So thank you, Lori, for coming on. Uh, Guys, if you want to, uh, follow me on uh, YouTube. I go live uh, every Tuesday and Thursday from 10.30 to 2.30. On top of that, you can pretty much follow me uh, at any social media, just at Alexander from KC on Instagram, Twitter, or others. I think the only one that's different is LinkedIn at Alexander L. Howell. But hope you guys enjoy the podcast and uh, check it out. dual recording and make sure it all works out there was one episode you got to get a little closer oh, okay. i move around a lot too so you'll have to probably like remind me i'm pretty oh it's all good i, I do know, the same thing. i have to sit on my hands yeah. i'm animated yeah right. well my whole family um makes fun of me and I, not just my family my friends too everybody makes fun of me because i can't sit still right i pace mm-hmm. so we had my wife and i uh, lived in lee summit for a while and then we moved out to this place in blue springs it was this big house and we renovated all of it and realized almost immediately, like, we should never own a big house. We are way too disorganized. Like, we like things in a place. Right. But when you've got that much square footage, it, it, for me at least, it was not worth it. Oh, it was hard. Yeah. I, have, I have a large home, and it's like, just to keep everything in place, and yeah. there's always something to clean or yeah. take care of or organize, because when you have a lot of space, you just lay stuff like oh, oh yeah here for now yeah exactly <laughs> and then you have a mess yeah. and then you walk out of that room and if you're not in that room for a couple of days you're like mm-hmm. oh f- 
forgot. Right. <laughs> right. Like, oh, I got to get to that. Yeah. 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 Totally relate. Yeah. So we did that and it was, it was absolutely insane. And I was happy to sell it, but it was definitely one of those things where it was like, okay, we're past that milestone. And then we moved out to South Lee somewhere. I actually live about 10 minutes from here and it's close to my parents. We're a little bit further from her family, but we were so like, we were so close to them for so long. It was like, they live in independence. My family's in Raymore. Right. So even in the middle, you're, you got to be close to one of them. Yes. But my parents are right next door to me. Oh, seriously? Yeah. For That's 20 fantastic. years. We're on the same, we have 15 acres in the middle of a sub at the end of a subdivision, I should say. Nice. Right. Where Lee Summit, Blue Springs and Independence come together. Uh -huh. It's like this trifecta area close to Costco. Oh yeah. And stuff, yep. Right. So we're up on a hill and we have, there's 15 acres there. Most of it's wooded, but our houses are right next to each other. So oh, nice. as my kids were growing up, it was like. Hey, go to grandma and grandpa's. Uh -huh. Yeah, they're <laughs> right there. <laughs> walk through that arbor right there. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, and it makes it so nice when you have, I mean, our family is really close. I'm, we're very close to my wife's family, but my parents just are kind of around a lot. They're around almost mm -hmm. all the time. So it's been really good, like for, especially since we've had our kids to have that, like they yes. go to grandpa and Nana's or they go to grandma's, they go to, you know, their cousin's house and it's like they walk in the door and it's like their home anyway that's and that's awesome. what you always want yes yeah i agree with that so 100%. you are Lori worth i am and you do a lot of things i, I do and your name <laughs> is probably pretty well known to the people in kansas city yes, <laughs> <maybe>. <laughs> so tell tell me what you do tell us what you do okay like i yeah like you said i do a lot i have a lot of interests so mm -hmm. um my life has been you know i've done a lot of different things i've never been afraid to kind of jump in and just try something new so I started out, um, so which I, I'll just do the overview, yeah, right? Definitely. The, the, the large overview here, kind of high, high mm -hmm. overview. So I, I own a um, marketing and branding company um, that's changed a lot through the, you know, 18 years or so that I've had it. And I'm largely a brand consultant right mm -hmm. now. And I also um, have a real estate business as well mm -hmm. that I've just dove into and recently, and I'm super excited about that and where awesome. that journey is going to take me. And I'm a mom of two amazing kids that are grown. I have a boy and a girl. Um, my son just turned 24. My daughter's about to turn 21. And I am a grandma. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird. You know, I yeah. don't feel like I am, but um, they call me Yaya, actually. Nice. So <laughs> I have a four-year-old little granddaughter and mm -hmm. a three-year-old, almost three-year-old grandson, and then one on the way. Oh, man. So, yes. Whew. Yeah. And that's through my son. Yep. And my daughter is um, at school in Omaha at UNO. Oh, nice. So, yeah. They're both doing great. They're thriving. Mm -hmm. And life is good on that, you know, with yeah. family and all of that. So, yeah. So, I'm just, I try to spend as much time with my kids and my grandkids that I can and mm -hmm. um, love to work. And, you yeah. know, I, I just don't think I'll ever retire. That doesn't even enter <laughs> my mind. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, very cool. So, what what made you decide because the company is called vibe communications right yes yeah so what made you decide to start that because uh, everything i read on there it's all like one of the things that's nice about when your uh, like your story pops mm -hmm. up on facebook is all of mine is limited to and i fall into the trap a lot but all of mine is limited to people yelling at each other about who's right and who's wrong and the, right. normally they're both wrong in some way right. and then we get to yours and it's like i'm with my kids on vacation i'm oh. doing this i'm working with my company i just started a new company it's like oh, at least somebody's positive in this world Thank you. <laughs> well I, ha I feel like i have a good outlook on life um life is good generally yeah. you know 
um, even the bad stuff, mm-hmm. you grow through it. So it's kind of been my life philosophy, and I think it's kind of innate in me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. If maybe my mom and dad put it in there, you know, somehow. But um, I, I think life's an incredible journey, and um, just feel like to always be curious and try new things and everything. So that's kind of just like a philosophy I have, and mm-hmm. and even the you know dance in the rain, right? Yeah, exactly. Because you dance in the rain, you're growing. Yeah, you're growing, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, Vibe came. I was work. I went to school at several colleges. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had a lot of fun. There you go. So um, met a lot of great people and yeah. and kind of learned what I liked and what I didn't like. I I went into college thinking I was going to um, be a coach eventually one day. I went. Mm-hmm. I was going. I was in physical education and uh, I was minoring in psychology and um, I started out at Mizzou and then went mm-hmm. to CMS and Longview and UMKC. <laughs> <laughs> I have a right. lot of people that I know that have done that exact same track. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, it was all good. And um, then I was work, start working for my parents because we have, you know, Harley Davidson dealerships in Kansas City. Yeah. And so I was working at one of their dealerships. Um, I worked at a couple of different ones along the way. I did. I sold motorcycles first, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed that. Um, and then I went to the motor clothes department in our Belton store. So I was in charge of all the clothing and apparel, the purchasing, and all of that. And that was fun. And then I Is started. Is that the one off North Scott? You're used to being right. It was the one on North. Yeah, it's no, a church good. now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. So it's, yeah. I'm probably <laughs> going to drive by there. Actually, oh yeah. When we, I leave here because I want to go. It. I'm out here. So oh, absolutely. I might as well go. Yeah. yeah. Well, my uh, my friend. I'm sorry to interrupt no, the story. My uh, my best friend growing up and his family, like our families, were always together. Um, but they owned Carpet for Less. Okay. Uh, ju- it was just down the road from the dealership. Oh, right, right, right. And okay. uh, and then that area turned. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yes. so they actually he ended up buying before any of it was developed. But when you head that way and you hit 58, I don't know how often you're out here, but like Not that whole often. Home Depot, Target, that whole area, he bought one of the uh, 58 highway facing lots before any of it was developed. Wow. And so he's, he did well. He did well. Yeah. And nice. it was one of those things like he put up just a normal building, but it was like, he, I cannot imagine how little he paid for that lot compared to what it no would kidding. take now. Right. Yeah. That's the way to do it. That's, that's what I want to do when I grow up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> I want to do that one day. Yeah. I always yeah. make fun of it. It's like, you're a realist. It's like, I can't understand how you do real estate investing. It's like, that's exactly what you did. What are you talking about? Yes. You just did it in a different way. Yeah. <laughs> Without planning yeah. it, right? You don't that's deal with renters, but perfect. that's okay. Perfect. Yeah. But yeah, I always remember driving by there. So I had to, because Gail's place, I was mm-hmm. like, is that Grandview or is that Belton? I couldn't remember. But yeah, so cool. Yeah. So you started working there for yeah, a bit? Yes, so I started working there. And then some, I... Um, decided that I wanted to have kids, mm-hmm. right? Be a mom and all that good stuff. And my parents um, and my sister, cause she was my general manager at the time, was saw that I had a knack for the creative side of things. And they had me start doing some of the marketing for the dealerships. Mm-hmm. And um, I did that, they set me up at home cause I was like, I want to, I don't want to uh, be away from my kids. My son was born at that point and he was, you know, just young under one. They set me up at home and I started doing all the marketing and advertising for the dealerships. It grew to, mm-hmm. I eventually was doing all three of our dealerships. Oh wow. And I loved it. I yeah. thought it was awesome. And so I decided, well, you know what? I want to do, I want to start my own business. Nice. Right. So yeah. it kind of just grew off of that. And I started in web development, mm-hmm. and um, I bought this little web franchise called WSI. Oh, I don't remember that one. <laughs> and I don't, you know, I spent a lot of money on something I didn't need to, basically, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like, why did I buy the franchise? I didn't have to do that. But right. 
I did. And it, I guess it got me into it. Right. Mm -hmm. And it grew from there. And, you know, marketing is, you know, kind of fascinating. It doesn't stay the same very long. No. Right. No. So I was constantly changing the business and everything. And I eventually I, I dropped the dealerships because I felt like I couldn't really grow my own business mm -hmm. while that consumed so much of my time. Right. Right. Because yeah. that was a big load to do the three dealerships. You, as you know, you probably heard, we mm -hmm. market it a lot. Yeah. And that was that was a huge job. So. Um, I thought, well, you know, I'm going to take a risk and drop the dealerships and then see if I can, you know, grow on my own. Yeah, so I did. And it went really well. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I eventually had we had eight employees at um, a location on 40 Highway and uh, Little Blue Parkway. Then we moved up the road a little bit mm -hmm. and we just had a great ride. Yeah. And um, and now it's just me. It's so, just you now. Right. <laughs> so from here to there, right? From like 2001 to now. And um, I had some amazing people work for me. It's just kind of was the the evolution of the business. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love where I'm at with it right now because I'm a brand consultant. I have primarily one client that's located in Pennsylvania. It's a paper client. They're a national paper client. Mm -hmm business and um it's I, not scranton pennsylvania like the office is it hanover <laughs> pennsylvania <laughs> and um they have they're amazing and they gave me i just they brought me on board to rebrand them mm -hmm. to bring their brand in alignment with who they were because they weren't in alignment they kind of looked mom and popish but yeah. they're this pretty large yeah. company mm -hmm. right have 10 facilities across the United States and um, they do a great business and so yeah. they wanted to be in alignment so they brought me on to do that and they're they're fantastic they give me all this autonomy and they just kind of just go and make it happen mm -hmm. and um, it's a great team of leadership and everything so that that's been amazing and I love being a brand consultant I don't have any employees yeah. I loved my all of my employees right amazing intelligent people that are still in the business and um, they're awesome but uh, I do enjoy not having the overhead of a of an office yeah. building, an office space, and not having any employees. It's kind of, you know, at this yeah. stage of my life or whatever, it's kind of nice. And it happened because my kids were, I went and kind of went virtual first and then kind of got, mm -hmm. you know, got it down to just me because my kids were growing up and you probably can relate, mm -hmm. but, you know, you start to fear that time is going to go away. Yeah. And man, I was just like, I'm missing out. Right. Yeah. They were in, my son was in high school. My daughter's getting ready to enter high school. And I thought I want to be at home and there's no reason I can't do this at home. Right. right? Yeah. Well, so that's I a, transitioned. that's one heck of a pivotal time too, because you know, when you're, when you have kids that are in elementary or middle, it's like, okay, it's still, you know, we're still making the way up the ladder right. to high school. And then once they're in high school, it's the, like those four years become so important in so many different ways. They're the yes. ones you remember the most. They're the ones where you need the most help because you're going mm -hmm. through puberty. Yeah. You're, you know, going class to class to class. I mean, everything kind of hits and all of a sudden it means something too. It does. And that's what I, I have a niece who luckily we're very close. And, uh, I told her constantly, like, as soon as she entered high school, I was like, this is like, she was always an A student. I was like, this is the time you got to start working. Like, I know you worked really hard before you've always studied, like now's the time you get into programs, you, every class is an A and there's no question about it. And luckily, like she was, she would have done it on her own, but it was just one of those things. It's like, it's nice that you were great. 
Right. Now you have to be better. Right. And in college, it's the same way. I mean, it it's is. just another step, another step, another step. But boy, I mean, she want. I mean, she's wanted to be a vet. I've known her since she was like nine, and she's wanted to be a vet since she was nine. And now she's doing what she needs to, and she's in college is now. Is she going in that direction? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, she just nailed high school. She's kicking butt in college. I think she's in her senior year this year. I think, and just, I mean. She got a B plus on a course that I don't think I can pronounce. Right. <laughs> and, and she was so mad about it. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I am not going to tell you what some of my grades were in classes that you can. Right. Still passed them. Still got the degree. You're doing great. Good Lord. Stop. Yeah. Don't be, don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah. My daughter's a little bit like that, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She's yeah, perfectionist. High expectations, perfectionist. Yeah. yeah. She was emailing me or, or texting me last night. At, I had to be midnight. And she's, she got 200 out of 200 on this paper. Oh, she's nice. Stressed, though, completely <laughs> on, right? She's so stressed. I don't know how I pulled that off. I'm like, well, you pulled it off because yeah. you, you worked hard on it and exactly. you were determined, right? Yeah. Because that's just the way she is. <laughs> and if she would have had a B, she would have freaked out. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah especially when like there was that many points. Yeah. I can't yeah. say that I'm exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> Not, maybe. Different way. Ways, in a different way. Yeah, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're. It's interesting to me when, you know, you're talking about being, um, what was the term you used? Brand? Consultant. Consultant. Yep. The landscape has changed so much in everything that you can do. And I mean, this is obviously like that. That sounds like a dumb statement because somebody's probably listening going like, yeah, every, things change. Alex, what are you talking about? But as far as brand consulting goes, I mean, you can work with somebody in Pennsylvania and not have to fly back and forth every day. Right. You can, you know, you don't have to have eight people because you find the right, you know, companies or you find the right individuals that you work with mm -hmm. online. It makes it so much better. It makes yeah. it so much easier. And a lot of times they do it better. Yes. And that's been something that's been strange for me because a lot of what I do, I'm trying to do it all on my own. And for a while I was like, I don't know how to design that. I don't know right. what I'm doing. And then somebody told me about a website called Fiverr. Fiverr, yeah. It's like, <laughs> That's great. So now I have certain individuals that if I need something, like I've worked with them in the past, like, hey, love what you did here. I need another one. Right. I need this. I need that. I need this. Yeah. And it's worked out phenomenally. Yeah, a lot of people are using Fiverr. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you run into really bad Fiverr people. Like, yeah. they're just they're, horrible. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But then you're kind of looking at it and you're like, well, if I can get this product for this – and I know that somebody that's an expert at it can make it happen. If I'm the person that's the point man on it or point woman on mm -hmm. it, I, I can create a great team online. Yeah, that's the key. I mean, I think that you hit on um, because some people might go to Fiverr and then think that they can create their entire brand off that and say, and I would say, okay, yeah, you can as long as you know where you're headed. Right. Right. And yeah. that you, that you're consistent. Yeah. Right, because a brand can fall apart so quickly. Oh, yeah. Right, and so um, that's what I think. That's what I do is I hold everything together. Yeah. Right, I use my resources and mm -hmm. my creative direction, and I don't do everything myself. I do a lot of it, but I don't do everything myself. I reach out to the professionals in certain areas, yeah. right, and then I just kind of I make sure everything stays together and consistent because I've seen so brands fall apart so quickly. Mm -hmm. And like my website, for example, right now, that's a, a, an example of the cobbler has no shoes. <laughs> that website is so old, right? Yep. And I just haven't had time to yeah. address it, right? Yeah. Because you like, get so busy. No, I'm working on my clients. Why would I need to worry about mine? Right. Yeah, exactly. And I have really have gotten the majority of interesting, th the majority of my business um, through the years has come off social media. Yeah. Right. I, I get people that contact me through social media. Mm -hmm. 
the positivity, exactly, yeah, <laughs> the happiness, and um, that's where my businesses come from. So I'm such a huge believer in the in the whole social media platform yeah. for for business, and there's a right way and a wrong way to do it, mm-hmm. right? And to not be too salesy, of course, but just to be authentic. And um, I think if people use it in the right way, it's a great it's a great way to grow your social your social network yeah right as well as your business mm-hmm. and everything else so yeah yeah i think it's so i mean we had a there was a an agent i won't name him but there was an agent that worked on uh, my brother's team and i went out to lunch with my brother we had a couple of things to discuss and we were talking and he just he got a text and he shook his head and put his phone down and i was like well that's not normal we need what's going on and this particular agent was refuse like basically refusing to have a social presence like a social network presence because he didn't like mark zuckerberg oh my gosh get it's over like, it <laughs> you cannot like him all you want do you know right. that that makes you money like come on dude that's I, crazy I, I never understood it it's like you and i listened to uh do you know who gary vaircheck is by yeah, chance i've okay. heard the name gary v. yeah he is blunt like okay. i mean mm-hmm. I think he's from Jersey, like, and, or he's actually an immigrant. I can't remember. I think it was Belarus is where he's from. So kind of immigrant mentality, came here, didn't speak English, you know, went to school with English-speaking kids, but worked his butt off, as did his parents. And But he always talks about just absolutely blunt things. And it was one of those times where I wanted to call this guy up and be like, listen, every word in the book, mm-hmm. like, that's where your people are. Right. And that's what Gary Vee always talks about. He's like, that's if you have to go where your clients are, if their eyes aren't on you, you're not in front of them. Right. And that's not the yellow pages anymore. Right. That's not even a billboard anymore. And the amount of the population that's on Facebook, everyone's on Facebook. I've had people say, well, my, our clients aren't on Facebook. I'm like, um, your clients are on Facebook. Oh yeah. I promise. Mm -hmm. Right. I promise that they are. Oh yeah. Yeah. 90% of our population I think is on Facebook. I forgot that with the, what the uh numbers are i mean i can't quote that but it's really high yeah the world population yeah it's like seven billion people on the planet and three billion are on facebook right yeah <laughs> Massive and, and the other four might not have the best internet right right because they can't <laughs> access <laughs> yeah right so it's exactly. like you're kind of dealing with a, a little bit of a hindrance there yeah. but yeah i i gotta do use it. yeah i don't understand it i actually deleted the facebook app because I was watching, like I was telling you, I was watching all those things, and I, I will mm-hmm. sink down to people's level, and I just realized, like, I can't do that right now. And I just saw the election coming up, and I was like, delete, I'm and it was the easiest decision ever. Right. I, I still have my pages thing. Right. I still Absolutely. will get the notifications right. when I log on just mm-hmm. to make sure nothing crazy is going on. I was like, I can't. Like, I've got Twitter. I have Instagram. I have everything else, and I have my pages app so I can be active there. Yeah. I can't. I can't listen to people it's yell at each bad. other anymore. It's, it's real got, bad. You know, I just feel like... And I won't, and I won't get political. Yeah. Um, but ev- everyone has a right to an opinion. Yeah. Right. So if we if we just listen to each other and then try to find common ground, I know that seems really simplistic, probably in the whole scheme of things. But yeah, I just feel like we would be able to get so much more done as yeah. a society instead of putting up these huge walls and saying, "I don't believe what you say. I don't believe what you say." Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. For as positive an impact as it has, it also has this strange negative impact because I don't think, and I, I've got great friends that will say stuff. And again, most of the time I can ignore it. And sometimes I will not ignore it, especially right. when it comes to like finance stuff. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, now you're lying to people. Right. That's my biggest issue. It's like, if you're lying to I somebody about something. That. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's where happening. I draw the line. What's yes, that? And that happens. Yeah. I mean, that's happening. Yeah. And it's, it's just one lies. of those like, yeah. it, you can't do that. 
But again, that's why I deleted it until after the election because it's like I don't right. I don't care who wins honestly at this point. I just want everybody to stop yelling at each other. <laughs> I am right there with you. Yeah, it's weird. It's a strange time. Yeah. Cuz you know but, one of my events, my one of my um, businesses is, was a yoga studio. Did yeah. you did you yep, know that? I did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I went there. I worked I uh, oh, that, Yeah, cuz I, I contacted you. That. Yep, I contacted you and asked and I think you connected me. What's her name? Trisha? Is that Vegetarian? Yep. Yes, and I, I went with her. Now. Yep. Okay. Four or five I was times. Trying to figure out. <laughs> it just came together. Yeah. Well, I, I just happened to do it. I told everybody, I was like, don't let me go like to do yoga with you because I'll shut down your studio because I think I got in like the last month or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hey, love you, but we're shutting down. It's like, right. oh, man. <laughs> but no, I really like, I, I've never been a stretchy person at all. Mm-hmm. Like, even when I was younger, I was just not that. So I was like, I probably need to do something like this. And it was great. I loved it. But then it shut down. I was like, I'm not going to go to anywhere else for a while because I'm going to shut them down. Yeah. And you know what? Sh- oh, man, that, that place was amazing. It had a really good vibe and energy. Mm-hmm. Loved it. But for me personally, the timing of everything that happened Mm -hmm. was really good. You know, it's just like everything fell into place just as it should be. So my whole thought on on Revive was it had its place in time and did amazing things. Mm -hmm. And um, I think what happened there still is inside people. Yeah. You know, in a really good way. Absolutely. There was growth for so many people because there's just something about the space. And I don't, and it wasn't just me because I hear it all the time. There's just something about that space, yeah. you know, that had um, such great energy and um, always felt like floors are really super important. I have this thing about floors and mm-hmm. walking barefoot yeah, because you can really feel the, the energy vibes. Oh, yeah. From, you know, walk barefoot in the grass, right? If you're having mm-hmm. a really bad day, yeah. go outside and walk barefoot yeah, just go to in a the park. grass, right? Yeah. And it's just like what it does for your, for your spirit is amazing. So that floor... You know, mm-hmm. and just all of the amazing feet that walked across <laughs> it, right? and um, yeah, it just had it had a great vibe and a great energy and had a great story. And it was a short story, but um, it was still what a little over two years. Yeah, a little yep. over two years. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, I've I know that place really well. The reason that I went there was because at the time I lived like you know less than a mile away from it. I lived in Timber Hills, right across from Lakewood, and. Uh, so when I saw that you had started it, I kept following it. And then eventually I was like, your fat butt just needs to go do it. <laughs> <laughs> so I went in. Your butt's not fat. <laughs> I try. But no, I, I went in and was like, you know, this is obviously something that I, I really enjoy. And I've tried to do it, you know, every once in a while. It's just one of those things like when you find a place that's like, I'm such a lazy person when it comes to stuff like that. Like I'm. I worked out with my brother because my brother basically drug me to it. He'd always pick me up. So if I didn't, if I wasn't going to be picked up, he'd yell at me. Uh, my brother's 11 years older than me, so it's okay. not like he really did. Right, right. But uh, like he didn't like come grab me out of my room or anything. But like that's why I worked out in high school. The only time that I did something myself when it came to like physical fitness was when I was in college. I lived in a house off campus by myself, and I got so bored that I would go work out four days a week and I'd come home and like box, you like hit the bag. Out of boredom. Oh yeah. And I got in great <laughs> shape, but it was just like, I probably need friends. <laughs> but that was hilarious. it. I've never yeah. heard that somebody's work. You worked out because you were so bored. So bored. That had to be, you yeah. had to be really bored. Oh yeah. yeah. I, it was, so it got to the point where I never was a person who like, even cared like I didn't mow a lawn until I got this house like my dad like as much as he kind of said like I hate the lawn he was 
he loves his lawn now as he's gotten older, but he hated it back in the day. And he just constantly complained about it, like, I wish we'd just get no rain so that it grows brown. Whatever, I don't care. Right. Um, so I never did anything, but he would secretly kind of enjoy it. Like, it was still his yard, and it was his place, so he wanted to make sure it was taken care of. And so when I went to Columbia, it was like, you know, you have to mow. And I was like, gosh, I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> That's 20 years funny. old, had no idea. Yeah, so I learned quick. But it was a pretty decent-sized city lot mm -hmm. and did it. It was fine. And I still didn't like it. And then I got so bored by, like, halfway through my junior year, not knowing anyone, really, that it was like I redid all the landscaping, like, took care of it, fertilized it, made sure it was nice. When I got moles, I killed every single one of them um, because they would just tear up everything. I, I've had moles before. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. fun. But yeah, so I just, it got to the point where I was like, okay, so what else can I do? And I was like, go work out. And I was 20, so like I could eat a cheeseburger, go work out, and I had like a six pack. That doesn't happen anymore, but it was nice then. Well, it's yeah. funny because you don't seem like you're a non-social kind of guy. No, you I'm very, very social. social. Yeah, I just didn't know anybody. Okay. I knew like three people there. And again, I didn't have the, when I went to Mizzou, I went to a community college first. And mm -hmm. I majored in speech and theater because they had a great theater at State Fair Community College. So I was in all the plays. Uh, the only play that I wasn't in, I was the assistant director for. Like, I did two years there and was just around people, just always right. around people. I had an apartment off campus so when the party was going on that was at my place. And so, yeah, I had two years of being around people. I went to Columbia. I knew zero people. Right. And as social as I can be, I'm also not the kind of person that's going to, like, walk up to somebody. Sure. Mm -hmm. So it, it was – I eventually, like, got to know a few people here and there. But, yeah, literally worked out because of boredom because I knew nobody. But through it all, you learned how to take care of your lawn. And oh, yeah. Grow, grow, yeah, grow I'm still alive. And, right. <laughs> and you got in good I, shape. I, I fed myself. <laughs> Yeah, it was always so embarrassing when I met my uh, uh, the woman who is now my wife. Um, she came into Columbia, and I had uh, this is fun. I had like ketchup, mustard, Worcestershire sauce, a one, um, and I think maybe like a gallon of milk. And then that was my refrigerator, except for the bottom level was all Bud Light. Oh my. I just had the ultimate, you know, guy in college fridge. I had like right, frozen right. chicken in the freezer, frozen burgers, like not living well. Got your sauces. Oh, got the right. sauce. Got, oh, yeah. Got the oh, yeah. I had pasta. <laughs> I had everything on. The, like I had a shelf that had like pasta sauce because here's how fat I was. Like I was working out all the time. So I was always hungry. And if I didn't go out for like fast food or something, if I made food, I would go to Walmart and I'd pick up like four, <laughs> four one pound things of beef and I'd come home. And I would make that into spaghetti or I'd make it into tacos. Yeah. I would eat the whole thing. Oh, God. Yeah. That was nightly. It's like, I don't know That's how. That's a lot of food. Yeah. I don't know how my heart's not like, hey, no jerk. No kidding. <laughs> but yeah, that was, wow. I mean, again, in college, like yeah. everywhere. So yeah, that's 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 how I that's how I rolled in college. I went to work, I went to school, and I worked out and ate, and that was pretty much my life. And that's when you met your wife. Yeah, yeah we period. met. <laughs> yeah, like, I, hmm. I met my wife. She um, really loved you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I I could talk. I was apparently good at talking. Yeah, I met her. I was taking my buddy out for his twenty first birthday, and thank God I was the sober driver, because nobody else was going to be able to talk to anybody that night. And that's probably my fault. But we went out for his 21st, and uh, 
she was taking a coworker of hers out. She was already working. She was an attorney in town. She's mm -hmm. a little bit older than me. And uh, she was already having success. And she met this 21-year-old college kid in a bar. And somehow that has worked itself into, you know, a 12-year relationship. That's awesome. It was That's insane. Good. I don't know how much I got made fun of, but it was quite a bit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All of her friends gave her a lot of, a lot of, a lot of crap. <laughs> it's meant to be, right? Exactly. Yeah. Stars align. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'm showing that it's showing up, but would you talk for just a second? Sure. What do you want me to say? What That's it. Testing? You're good. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It, so for whatever reason, there are some people's voices. I just have a little blip where it shows that you're oh. recording and even like my voice, cause it comes off mm -hmm. booming pretty much. My voice barely shows up. Oh so my. Yeah. So right. when somebody else does, it's and like I have a, a, I don't have a large. Yeah. Yeah. So I just voice. had to make sure that it was recording because like there it showed up and I just want it's like it's not showing up. I better be recording this, but that's why I have two, two okay. different systems of recording. Right. So back up. Yeah, get freaked me out for a second. <laughs> like, yeah, we've talked all this. I know back. it would be terrifying. Yeah, we've talked. We just went <laughs> over thirty minutes. Yeah, exactly. regardless, right? <laughs> yeah, let's start over. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. What do, What do we talk about? Yeah. No, Funny. It's, I, I got so used to working with this one software and then I was like, well, I want, now that I've got a better computer, I want mm -hmm. some redundancy and I want to set up video. And because YouTube, it's like, all it is, if you look up the episodes on YouTube, it's just like a picture of that and then the recording. Oh, it's right. just the audio. Mm -hmm. I was like, well, that's dumb. If I'm right. having the conversation anyway, I might as well put it up there and have video. Yeah, you can so, put it on Facebook too. Yeah, at the exactly. same time, like a live kind of deal. That'd be awesome. Yeah, eventually yeah. I want to get streaming. I really do want to do that. But right. That, that's a whole nother whole well, nother can't strategy. Can't you just do it through Facebook Live? Mm -hmm, you can. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just the learning curve on it. Sure. Because everything feeds through here, and there's so many different buttons. Right. It, it's been it's been an adventure. Like when I first started, I was working on a laptop that was tinier than that. Right. And I was just like, I hope this works. I had two microphones and that. So well, this setup is really cool. <laughs> Thank I you. Like it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. It's it's taken a year to kind of get to this point, yeah. but. And again, Good you can stuff. tell what how much I concentrate on the rest of the office. You know, it's not bad. <laughs> you know, yeah. looks good. I like the books. Thank you. Right. Yeah, those are. I I'm uh, without question obsessed with Game of Thrones. Like I like Zelda. I play right. with that. Mm -hmm. I play it. Um, but yeah, when the show came out, I started right. reading the books, and then I started going into fan theories, and literally was like, I need to control this. This is this is like an addiction. I know nothing about it. Oh yeah. Mm -mm, except yeah. the name. Yep, fair yeah. enough. Game of Thrones. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if you ever decide to watch it, you need a, uh, uh, you have a question, call me up. Okay. Yeah, because everybody does that. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was telling you I was lazy about working out. Mm -hmm. I finally, about five and a half years ago, like just said, screw it. And I hired a personal trainer that I knew through a family member. And I've been there ever since. But I know it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I have to show up. Right. That's how I make the commitment. Creature of habit. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I had to do that. But during the show he would ask me questions and then people would hear us talking about it and they would start watching it so they'd ask me questions it was like how do you know all of this it's like i don't want to tell you how much time wow. i've devoted to this right like to this fictional reality well, i've heard it's really good <laughs> yeah it's just it's violent kind of, i mean oh i see i couldn't watch it then yeah my kids tease me because i like can't i can't handle the violence yeah stuff, right so i wouldn't be able to watch it no uh -uh. it's it uh, bloody yeah. 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 Ooh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty intense. I mean, that was yeah. kind of the. That was the reason the books became so popular. Right. Was because like he basically creates this story where nobody's safe. It's not like mm -hmm. King Arthur is going to save the world. It's not like that at all. Right. It's just like you know that's my favorite. And now he's dead. Okay. Yeah. That's the whole show. Well, I did watch Ozark. 
That's you great. Know, and yeah. It has some violence in there. Mm-hmm. But that, I really enjoyed that. Did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. We, uh, I thought. I went all the way through. It's like the first series that I've actually ever went through the whole Oh, thing. yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I love Jason Bateman. He's awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we, we started watching it. So we have a lake house. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it at the Lake of the Ozarks? Yep. It's at the Lake of the Ozarks. Okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Nice. So yeah. then you're relating. But even though it's not filmed. Oh. Yeah. It's filmed in Atlanta. Uh, right. But they just have shots every once in a while from there. I thought so, too. Okay. Yep. So yep. that's legit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, yeah, like the. that's really the lake, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's in a lake in Atlanta, and I know this because, um, one, I mean, they said it, but some friends of ours live in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and they were driving on their boat, and they were like, that's, and they took a picture of it, and they were like, that's the house that they filmed from right up there. Wow. Yeah, so they drove right by it on this lake okay. by them. Funny. But we thought, my wife and I watched that the first time, and we're watching it like, I think they had a hidden camera at our house. <laughs> like, it really freaked us out because the guys in finance, it was like, well, my degree's in finance. And it was like, okay, that's, that's not much of a correlation. When we bought our lake house, there was an old man living in it that was perfectly content to just stay there. Like, buddy. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, so there's an old man. Like, okay, how, let's keep Did this he going. he stay there? Yeah, he stayed there for the first, like, month no. or two. Isn't yeah. that weird? It was it, it, like to everybody else it was to me it was like this place is right by a community that we actually owned a lake house mm-hmm. and my parents were right next door basically right next door they were a couple houses down right um and then this place is a 28 acre um piece of land that's bordering that community so it worked out perfectly for us big house huge garage nice you know probably three acres that's kind of like a park in front of it and then the rest of it's all woods and uh so for us we you know we had a flood in it and then we're able to renovate it, went way over the top in renovating it. That all happened after this. So initially, this place had been abandoned. And so this guy, the bank basically paid him to move in. And we knew him from the community. Okay. And so he's in there, and we're basically like, what if he just stayed there and made sure nobody broke into the place? Right. Because we've okay. had a couple right. of incidents. And so we were going to do it, and then I uh, brought down a security system I was going to install, and that was the moment he was like, no, I, I can't live here if you're going to be watching me. It's like, dude, we don't have good enough satellite internet down here for me to ever watch. And why right. would I want to? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, be a little creepy. Yeah. So, we, uh, so he ended up moving out, but like that was our initial circumstance. And That's then they had the funny. crazy birds in the one episode, and we have these crazy um, buzzards that mm-hmm. fly around the place. They drive a sea, ray, a sea ray. We drove a sea ray. It's like, we just kept, like, marking stuff down. We're like, this is about us. <laughs> what cartel is coming after us? <laughs> that would make life exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no thanks, though. <laughs> yeah, when you find out that, spoiler alert, when you find out that she knew about it, I was like, well, come on. Right. Like, you can't be mad. What are you right. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. She was just as into it as he was. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, this last season was freaky. Yeah, it was. Only so- one more. I, there's only going to be one only more. Only one more. Yep, only one more have season. Have they been filming with COVID? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I know so many of those studios have shut down. It's crazy. So sad. This is the weirdest. I mean, it, 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 initially, this was going to be weird no matter what. Mm-hmm. But this is the weirdest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. Oh, like, yeah. I, I think it's definitely it's like. crazy. Yeah, I mean, outside of like September 11th, which was tragic. Right. But this is the most sustained craziness. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget, you know, the moment. Oh, yeah. Right. It's one of those things. Yeah. I saw the second plane go into the tower. I was in uh, I was in school 
and I was researching a paper, mm-hmm. and I saw the Empire State Building had been uh, hit by a plane. Or not the Empire State Building, the Twin Towers. Right. The first one was right. there. And I sat right there watching it because I remember, was it the 1920s when a biplane crashed into the Empire State mm-hmm. Building? So I was like, I wonder what's going on here. And I was looking down, and I look up, and that famous scene that they show where on Seems live TV, yeah. it mm-hmm. hits, and then they go back to the panel, and then they go right back to the mm-hmm. – that's what I saw. And I'm just sti- like sitting there, and every single person just kind of starts looking up, and no work got done at all. There was nothing that was going like, to be done. What's going on in our world? Yeah. Right. When immediately when that happens, you're like, this is planned. Like when right. the first one happened, it's like, okay, foggy mornings, yeah. you know, things went down, yeah. whatever. But kind of like the whole Sully thing where he had to land in the Hudson. It's like right. weird circumstances mm-hmm. breed weird endings. But when that happened, it was like, oh. I thought we were at war. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And my son, we were, I was at Children's Mercy Hospital with my son. He's going to get ready to go into surgery. Mm-hmm. And I was a mess. Because I, for the first plane, we were on our way down, and we heard it. And then we're at the hospital getting him prepped for surgery. Second plane hits. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he can't go into surgery. We're, what ha- what if yeah. we go into a full-blown war while he's back there? Yeah. I, oh, my gosh. I can't even tell you. It's my heart, you know, watching him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went to my knees crying because I was like, scared. Sure. I was never going to see my child again because we're going to go into war. You need to see oh, yeah. all of the uncertainty that was happening at that moment. My daughter was not even with me because she was with a friend because I was at the hospital with my son. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, crazy yep. time, yeah. crazy moment, right? And mm-hmm. so, yes, agree. Yeah. That, that will be forever burnt in oh, absolutely. people's memories. You know, it's such a tragic, such a tragic, tragic time. And mm-hmm. now COVID. Yeah. It's just. COVID just sustained craziness. It's not the I peak know, of I that. Right to say, yeah. right, this ongoing. Yeah. Yeah. This time, which is tragic. It's driving people well. nuts. Yeah. Like, it's literally driving people crazy. It has. I've yeah. seen it happen. You yeah. Know, it's just, just the isolation mm-hmm. at first was, you know, so horrible. And then all of the opinions, because everyone so strongly about, in different ways about what's happening. Yeah. You know, it's driving people to conflict. Yeah. Right. And then businesses are suffering, which breaks my heart. Yeah. And from an entrepreneurial family and small business, I can't hardly stand to watch that happen. No. You know, it's just like, it's crazy. Well, and you can't bring, that's the strangest thing to me about this is when it initially started, which I'll, I'll tell you the story about how it initially started in a second for our family, because it was real weird. But when it initially started, it seemed like everybody was kind of like, okay, this is going to be rough, mm-hmm. but we'll we'll get through mm-hmm. it a couple of weeks, no big deal. Like, everybody's just on lockdown. Right, right. Everybody kind of just, you know, yep, yep, done. Mm-hmm. And then, and again, this is getting back a little bit to the social media argument. Then it's like, well, what do you do at home? If you want to interact with people, well, you get on social media. Right. Well, all of my favorite people are also on social media, whether your favorite person's like, you know, on the left or on the right mm-hmm. or an actor or right. a... You know, whoever it is, like your 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 tribe, your team, your team is here, and everybody else's team is here, and then all the opinions started to come out, and all the scientific facts started to come out, and then things that should have been okay, all of a sudden weren't okay. Like all of the people that were like, well, you know, hospitals are reporting that this is a COVID death, and the guy got hit by a truck. Right. It's like, oh no! And as soon as you do that, it's going to go off the rails mm-hmm. because now media, like twenty four seven media, mm-hmm. has a story. Right. And they can run with it. And they've got to fill right. 24 hours a day. And all of a sudden, all the people that used to be at work during the day, mm-hmm. they're at home now. 
they're able to watch their craziness. And their heads are getting. Yeah. It's like propaganda. Mm-hmm. We don't. And I honestly, I, I think I've said it several times, even in the last week. We don't even know what's real and what's not. No. Seriously. I mean, I have my own viewpoints. Yeah, I do too. What I think, but my, what I think might not even be right. Yeah. Right? Because there's so much stuff coming from either direction and they don't, they're opposing yeah. thoughts and facts. Yeah, exactly. Right? Well, they're like, supposed to be factual, but mm-hmm. how can you both be, how can they both be factual? Yeah. Why is the, like, <laughs> I like scientists because most of the time when something is proven wrong, they just go, oh, I was wrong right. and they move on. That's not what happens in the news, especially no. not now. Right. There's a, I, I, did you ever watch Jon Stewart when he was on The Daily Show no, at all? I don't no, I think so. Mm-mm. So he was w- probably one of my favorite people because he was on a, you know, a daily news show, okay. quote, air quotes. Um, and he was trusted more than anybody at some of the major networks because he'd call them on their BS. Right. And I was always ridiculously impressed with it. But there was one time that I thought he summed it up perfectly because he always had these like beginning of the show monologues. Mm-hmm. And it was... He showed something that was like, you know, how is 24-7 news going to handle it? How is cable news going to handle this? I think it was the Malaysian flight tragedy. Okay. And so Anderson Cooper, they have a clip. Yeah. And Anderson Cooper comes on and he says they've lost a flight. It's, you know, it's reasonable to assume that it went down. Now crews are going to try to find it. Cuts them off. It's like that was a 60-second, however long it took, reasonable, succinct comment by CNN. That was really good. And then the executives went – oh, no, we still have 23 hours and 59 minutes of stuff that we need to fill. And so then it was just all the ridiculous, you know, the actual, like, you know, simulators of flights. They had all of these ridiculous things talking about one plane that went down. It's like, is it tragic? Absolutely. What are you doing? Right. This isn't the only story of the day. Right. And even if focuses on it. Yeah. And even if it was, like, you can limit that to 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. If they're trying to figure it out, we'll get back to you when we have facts. Right. Instead, they, they, all this potentially this happened right mm-hmm. yeah they <laughs> were asking an expert it. they were asking a leading expert if it could have been a black hole no <laughs> it's just like on, i think it was don lemon show it's like you've got to be kidding me guys like just get on something else just have a, you know right. have the american flag we waving have a blank screen in other ways yeah yeah put on sports jeez but that's wow. just what it's what it is right now. And it that's is. the craziness. I, I mean, had to stop watching the new, I, the, I had stopped at first. I was like in it, mm-hmm. you know, every day. Well, you're you trying know. to gather information, right? Right. Trying yeah. to gather information. And then finally I'm like, okay, I'm, uh, I'm out. It's too much, right? Yep. It's going to mess with the happy factor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's, it starts to mess with the happy factor. I get away from it. Yeah. You can't do it. Right. No, it's not going to work. So yeah. yeah stopped watching it. Mm-hmm. And it is on Facebook. It's hard to get away from it. But, you know. Oh, I have friends that go after each other. And I think that's so sad. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's two friends. Sad. You know each other. We hang out. Literally hung out with you last weekend. You're yelling at right. me about this stuff. Yeah. Like, and I, there are people that I don't like to defend that are in the public realm, and I f- find myself defending them only in the sense of, like, would, would you at least, like, listen to the full statement as opposed to what they fed you? Yes. <laughs> listen yes. to the full statement. I posted when the riots started. And mm-hmm. I, and as you know, because you see my social media, yep. I don't get political and I, I'm not even really opinionated, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I posted something about the riots because I was fearful of my daughter's safety because yeah. she's in Omaha and these riots were getting close yeah. to where she was. And so I made a very, in my opinion, was very diplomatic mm-hmm. comment. Yeah. 
I got fired on. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. I got fired on, and I was like, from people that I yeah respect and I appreciate their opinions. Yeah, I would expect the same. Yeah, right. And the, the I had to ones. take it. I took it down because I didn't want to. Cre- I wasn't trying to create conflict. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to create that rub in yeah. any way. That's the last thing I wanted. So like, and my daughter was like, you got to take that down. Right. Yeah. Because, and, and so we talked about it. I took it down and I messaged those people on Facebook private mm-hmm. messenger that I respect your opinion. Yeah. Right. Don't yell at me. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was yeah. basically like. Let's, yeah. I respect your opinion. Respect mine. This isn't going to help. No. By being like this with each other, it's not no. going to solve any of these problems that we're having right now. No. Right. No. It's just it's, it's tragic. It's sad. Yeah. And there are so many things that people like initially agreed on, like the George Floyd thing. Everybody agreed, and then yes. somehow a week later, it, it's poli- it's political. Right. Like, what are we doing? It was. What horrible. are we doing here? Right. Like, it was horrible, and yeah. everyone agreed. Yeah. That, that should not have happened yeah i right i mean one of my very good friends and family members is a very well respected police officer i went to him like two days after you know the media blitz started and i was like that's messed up right he's like that was horrible like there was nobody it wasn't like the you know the thin blue line in that sense where it was just like you know oh we have to defend him no matter what it was like no that guy's a jerk he killed somebody and should go to prison yeah and Absolutely. that was it. That was what everybody thought. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, again, we start talking about it 24-7, 365, and right. everybody goes back to their team. Yep. <sighs> Didn't have to happen. We were way. all together. We were united. For a few short moments. Yes, we were <laughs> united. We all agreed that yeah. it should not have happened. And I do think part of it has to do with the fact that people are locked up during this pandemic. Yeah. Like, get outside. Right. Go take a walk. That probably does add to it. Yeah. For sure. It's like, put your cell phone down. Mm-hmm. I mean, cell phones and social media are mm-hmm. like, I bet there are going to be dissertations by soon-to-be doctors one of these days that are just going to be filled with what society looked like before the cell phone. Right. And especially like oh. the iPhone and then after. Because like when you had the little sure. Nokia thing, like you still had to call or text people. Right. <laughs> you couldn't just go like, you know, flip through Facebook or go on. Like you, right. you had to put some effort into human communication. Right. And now it's it's weird. It's a yeah. strange time. We've lost that. Yeah. We've lost that whole, um, which I think also takes away compassion. Mm-hmm from people because and just a, a sense of reality yeah. of what what is human yeah right absolutely because we don't have that human connection like we used to and i love like as much as i love the social media it's like yeah you have to have you have ha- to have communication right like you have to be right because you lose you you believe you start to believe the world exists inside this you know mm-hmm. this little phone yeah right and that's the world that matters and mm-hmm. everything's a big deal mm-hmm. there's nothing in the world that isn't a big deal when it's right here i know right it's right like, in front of your face yeah right? exactly like i, I need to comment on it. that's yeah. why i deleted facebook i was like i cannot do this anymore yeah. i can't and i knew it the moment i responded to one post and i just sunk down to the lowest level and i immediately just like deleted it and unfollowed that group and was like i'm becoming the person i don't want to be right. be- i mean i know i'm susceptible to it it was like i this is the only way to do it it's like you know somebody that's smoking and they know right. like I, I i'm gonna go back if i use the gum right. if i use the gum i'm gonna go back right. cold turkey right so yeah that's that was my uh, thing i mean the, i posted that post which was something i wouldn't have normally done yeah right mm-hmm. i did put an opinion out there and i mm-hmm. said something right i think got and attacked then- <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, it's 
crazy. Like my my wife is probably of all the people I know, she's probably the best at it because she never posts anything. Oh right. Yeah, she just like right. she's on there. People are dumb. People are dumb. That's really she, nice. She's That's an really attorney, nice. Right. Yep. She knows oh yeah. She, yeah. Well, she's an <laughs> she employment law attorney. Okay. So she sees like all the cases where somebody yeah. gets on social media and says some things that they shouldn't make mm-hmm. public. Then they go into the office the next day. It's like you know this is kind of a problem. When you talked about, you know, the ethnicity of your boss at work on a social media platform, like that yeah. probably you're like you're, you're fired. Like you know that, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. It now, is. And this has been weird because that was my my biggest issue with the with the pandemic was if if we're going to social distance and things are going to get shut down, mm-hmm. we have to understand the economy is going to go down. Like mm-hmm. it's going to like. Whether we see it, whether it's in the stock market, the real estate market, for whatever reason, has not gone down at all. Yay. It's yeah, I know, it's <laughs> insane. Awesome. I have I have people that are buyers, that, you know, not mine, because I apparently have had really good luck. But I've got people that I've talked to me and they're like, I can't get a house. Right. I'm in this price range. Because they go so fast. They go so fast right. and they go so far over. Yeah. And every single time they do that, I'm like, how are they going to appraise? Right. Are they going to appraise for that? I know, right. <laughs> like, no, it's probably not. Scary. My yeah. son's getting ready to sell, so it's good on the sell side, but he's also got to buy something. Yeah. So it's like, well, great time to sell your house. Mm-hmm. You're going to be Ooh. buying at max price. <laughs> yep, exactly. Even if you get a house that like needs renovation. Right, yes. Like, it's still going to go for crazy mm-hmm. numbers. That's probably the best thing to do, though. Do oh, yeah, think? 100%. Okay. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I think anything, because it, it's two things. One you know, if you have the money to fix it up, that's a huge thing because mm-hmm. that's going to be out of pocket. Right. Unless you do like a 403k or is that right? 403k? I think that's right. Uh, 203k. Um, but if you have the money out of pocket, it's fantastic, especially if it's livable. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of old. Right. Right. But it's also beneficial because people coming on the market, if it's priced correctly, if it's priced high, who cares? But if it's priced correctly, even people that see that it's priced correctly, they're not going to want to get into some of those houses because they do have to do work. Right. And there's so right. many people that are like, nope. I mean, I did this with this last one. I've you know flipped houses. I've renovated mm-hmm. houses. I've renovated rentals. I did two houses in a row where we did a ton of projects too. We bought a new construction house because I was like, F this. I'm out. I don't right. want to do anything. Right. <laughs> you already done all that exactly right, yeah. yeah we put in a pool but somebody else did it right. i don't have to do any of yeah. it but yeah i mean i think those are those are probably the only ones right now that you're going to find a deal right and That's the positive thinking yeah and the mm-hmm. positive would be if you can find it in like a popular area then you're going to be even better right because eventually it's just going to keep going out yeah i mean i say that be in like grain valley odessa oh okay kind of area yeah so he'll be fine better out there anyway i mean the mm-hmm. pricing and everything yeah so, yeah yeah grain valley would yeah. be great I think so too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. W- where we were in Blue Springs, we were so far to the west that, like, if we would have gone a street over, it would have been in Grain Valley. Or oh, okay. east. Sorry. East. Right. Yep. Yeah. And I like that area. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah. We s- There's a subdivision up there called uh, Adams Point Village that was the one mm-hmm. that was five mm-hmm. minutes away from that house. Mm-hmm. And that was where I worked. And it was all, you know, they said like 350 plus. It was like 450 plus houses that were going in by the end. But, you know, we were going to develop the other side of it. And it was just like, we, our people kind of looked at it and they're like, we could just sell this land and make a ton of money off right. of it because we've owned it for years. So much easier. Oh, and land is so, like, it's so expensive right now. Right. Anything that's subdivision size, it's like, how are you going to build a $250,000 house on that mm-hmm. lot? Like, you're not. Right. Or the lot's going to be that big. Right. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I never thought I'd go new construction because you can do so well if you buy something mm-hmm. that's just a tad out of date, right. honey oak cabinets, floors need to be refinished. Yeah. Um, carpet in the wrong places, 
but I uh, we were so done. And when that thing came on, it was like sweet one year right. warranty. Got to put a pool in. I'm done. That's pristine. Yeah. Just relax and enjoy it. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. My biggest projects have been like building a hydroponic garden in the basement and switching out some uh, plugs with like Wi-Fi plugs. Right. Like that. That's it. That's you all I've it, done. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. Easy stuff. That's Nothing your construction. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> So what made you yeah. decide to go into real estate was, I mean, we talked a little bit, I think, before we started recording, but what was like the main driving factor? Is it future plans? Um, Is it... Future, yep. you know, um, diversifying. Because um, I, I believe not to put all your eggs in one basket. Yep. So um, I wanted to diversify and have something also outside of the branding and marketing. Mm-hmm. And real estate, it's, you know, and I like design as well. So I just felt like it was a is a good match for my skill set. Yeah. Real estate is. And I like relationships and communication, all everything that really makes real estate strong. You yeah. know, I have it that falls into my skill set. Keep and, talking. I'm okay. going to go turn oh. the air conditioning down real quick. Oh, okay. I just realized it hadn't turned on for a while and I like it colder. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And I'm good. So, yeah. So I went, I wanted to do that. And then um, also was thinking about doing real estate investment. Um, so I wanted to flip houses and then also I've been thinking about, you know, getting rental, you know, multifamily property. So I thought, well, it was during COVID we're in this COVID, you know, stuck at home kind of thing. Yeah. And you know, kind of what we've been talking about, people are going crazy. I have to have stuff going on. Yeah. Right. I want to fill my brain. I want to be active, all this stuff. So I thought, you know what, what a perfect time to dive into getting my real estate license absolutely and learning while i'm here (laughs) stuck Mm -hmm. at home yeah (laughs) i just dove into it and got my license in 30 days and that's awesome um so that's kind of what led me to is just to diversify and um kind of do something else that worked with my skill set and then that long term i do want to you know invest and flip houses as well so Yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's, I tell you, I, I've really enjoyed flipping houses. I was going to ask you. That's yeah, going to be my yeah. question to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, tell me about the flipping. So. Yeah, so we, I, thus far, and I won't say that this will last forever, but thus far we've been really lucky. We had one house that was just a nightmare, and they should have disclosed things, but they didn't because they, mm-hmm. I think we bought it from either, Bank of America or Fannie Mae, so they weren't going to disclose anything. They were like, nope, we've never been in it. Deal with it. You know, as is, where is. And we lost money on that, but not much. Like a right. couple thousand after we'd had a lot of successes. Okay. But when we started, we bought, um, my wife built a house like at the worst possible time. And uh, it was in a great neighborhood, though, and one down the street came up for sale, and we just kept watching it drop. And I was like, okay, I've got to shut that off right now. So it dropped so far that I was like, we can rent it for X number of dollars. Here's what it is, and we'll be good. And we got two tenants in there that were there until we sold the place. Awesome. Like probably four years later. Right. So they were great. Um, unfortunately, that house uh, caused a divorce because they had lost everything, and then I think they both were just kind of mentally done with each other right. because of right. it. Um, but so – we had that place for four years, and then when we went to sell her place, we just couldn't. Same reason that the other one went down mm-hmm. so far in mm-hmm. price. I was like, well, let's not like, you know, invest in that place to not have this one. We know what it can rent for because of that one. Right. We rented that one out. Every year it turned over, but we always had great tenants, kind of weird tenants every once in a while, but still right. they all paid on time, all communicated. And then we bought a place in um, 
and Hyde Park. Mm-hmm. And the only reason we got that one, because our offer was really low, was because we were able to, like, scrape together enough cash to buy it. Awesome. And fixed it up enough for people to live in there, got it ready to go. And um, so we had three rentals for quite a long period of time. Well, then my, you know, my son was about to be born. We were going to renovate our um, bathroom at our house. And it was just kind of one of those things, like, we don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And these have gotten a little crazy. Like, it was when our long-term tenants said they were about to move out. So we're like, let's just sell. Like, let's do the fixes that we need to on the places, and then let's just sell. So we sold out of all of it, made enough to, like, do the renovation, put a bunch in savings, and kind of just, like, okay, we're in a good financial spot here. And then we sold the place that we were living in, bought the big place, and that basically was our an investment. Like, we were living there full time, but it was a true investment, Mm -hmm. which financially makes a lot of sense if you're able to do it because you get the nice tax break because you're living in it. It's unoccupied. So we bought that one, renovated it, made great money on that place, and that allowed us to buy the place that we have. And so now we're in a place that we're not doing any renovation to. And I thought, this is the perfect time to screw up everything and start this again. <laughs> so uh, we ended up finding this pl- uh, little bitty place. It's, a, it's not little bitty. I shouldn't say that. Uh, it just feels like it. But on, what was it, 43rd Avenue, pretty, pretty busy road mm-hmm. in KCK. Yes, yeah. I had actually seen the property uh, from somebody who was wanting to sell it, and then they'd ended up renting it um, a few years back. But went in, and I was like, it needs paint, a countertop, and a couple of small fixes, and this place would be great. So we've had tenants that I just re-upped their lease, bought that about a year, year and a half ago, somewhere Mm -hmm. in there. And then my parents actually had bought a duplex that they were, like, itching to get rid of. And so I bought that. And then I have a place in Belton that I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to sell it or rent it. But awesome. it was, I wanted to have um, six units by this time. But then with everything that's happened, it was just like, that's not going to work. Right, like, right, right. Like, and I, right now, I don't want to buy anything unless I see that it's a good deal. This place that we bought is super tiny. It's a two-bed, one-bath, and like one big main room, and that's the house. Right. But it's on a lot, no HOA. I was like, we can, we can do good on this one. Right, yeah. So, again, like we'll be so well into it that I – might just say screw it and refinance it and rent it out i don't know though we'll have to see don't you think that i'm I'm some of the podcasts i've been listening to that there's going to be this um surge in people wanting to rent in the suburbs and things like that because um Mm. downtown areas and also coastal areas are going to be moving to the midwest for Mm -hmm because we're, it's less expensive here and then they're moving out of the downtown areas yeah. because of you know because people aren't going to work downtown yeah. anymore right yeah. do you do you have belief in that yeah so my opinion on that would be a couple of things like i think there are definitely some city centers mm-hmm. that are going like not kansas city not necessarily an area like denver or boston where the downtown is pretty well spaced out there's a lot of people but not a crazy amount right but, like, you talk about L.A., like 20 million people in a county. Crazy. Yeah, almost 10%, like 7% of our population in one county. <laughs> right. It's insane. And it's like, one, right. you get enough humans around like that. You see problems. Like, one of my favorite podcasts is the Joe Rogan Experience. I absolutely love it. He is. Oh, I, I, have, that, I have been one. I have not yeah. watched it. Yeah, he's crazy. Like, he's okay. a crazy man. But, but I I've love heard him. it's awesome. Yeah, it's great. Okay. And or you listen can, to it. I said watch, listen. Yeah. Right. I mean, and you can watch it on YouTube, too. It's just, yeah, but uh, that's how I do it. Like, I rarely use YouTube to watch the video. I normally put it on because it's such an easy platform. And I just will throw it in the car and hook it up to the audio. That's what I do. But um, 
but I like him because like he'll have he'll and this is gonna sound ridiculous, but he'll have on like his friends mm-hmm. and just smoke and drink and have a loose conversation mm-hmm. and they're saying whatever they're going to say that day talking about crazy theories and conspiracy theories and that kind of thing but then he'll have on you know uh astrophysicists right. and he'll have on doctors and he'll have on authors like ridiculously intellectual people yeah. and then he'll have on his buddies that you know work at the comedy store with him right, he has to shift his mindset yeah right <laughs> but he's a great interviewer right. for all of it which i think is amazing yeah so but i watched that and he pretty much he has already announced it but he is selling his house in California, already has mm. sold it in L.A., and is moving to Austin, Texas, for exactly the reason that you're wow. talking about. Yeah, and okay. some of his buddies are doing that. Right. Like It's kind of a mass exodus for mm-hmm. the comedy scene there because he was basically like, if, you know, I can fly you in. You can fly sure. in to see me. Flights are cheap. Like, I'm not going to be around, you know, they've got a huge homeless problem there. Right. I mean, just in not not homeless like, you know, People obviously are down on their luck. Anybody that's homeless never chose mm-hmm. that. Yeah, sure. Like, nobody lo- moves out of their house and is just right. like, I want to yeah, go live yeah. in a terrible place. Exactly. But it's like, but it breeds problems. And especially when you have 20 million people. Right. And a huge percentage of them are homeless. Yes. So that's the reason that he's moving. And I think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I also think that one of the biggest things that we're learning right now, the one, like, you can say positive or negative, it depends on where you stand on it, is it doesn't necessarily matter where you are to work. Right. Yeah. You could be out in the country. As long as you have good internet and yep. a camera and a microphone, you can work with anybody. Right. So people want to have spaces yeah. that they enjoy being in. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's always amazing to me. Like, And you've probably had this experience where somebody will move from like a New York, an L.A., mm-hmm. a San Francisco. I'm, one of our uh, neighbors at our old neighborhood, they moved from San Francisco. They paid more for a one-bed, one-bath closet of, a, of an apartment. Right than they did for their 4,900 square foot house. Right. They were like, what is this about? It's like, welcome to Kansas City, baby. It's the best market ever. (laughs) It's like, I mean, if you want to, you know, move downtown, move to certain areas like Mission Hills and that kind of thing, like you're going to spend a lot of money, but. But still in comparison to what's out there, it's nothing. Oh, yeah. We sold the big house that we had. We sold for 935, I think. Wow. Yeah. If that place was, I mean, if it were even closer to Kansas City, but if it were anywhere else, we wouldn't have been able to afford that. Right. Yeah, Kanye right. West wouldn't have been able to afford right. that house at certain times <laughs> in his life. I mean, it was just one of those things like, but it's Kansas City. Right. You can have yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah, it was. We could be getting a lot of people coming our way. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, my uh, my wife's one of her uh, her former employers. They moved their whole corporate office here from, I think, somewhere in Atlanta. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were like, and everybody came in was like, what can I buy here? And Kansas City is amazing anyway. Oh, yeah. We have, gosh, our downtown area, the Crossroads, mm-hmm. River Market. Yeah. Plaza Westport, all of it, you know, is just in North KC, you know, we're yep. Chicken and Pickle. Yep. You love to, have you been to Chicken and Pickle? I, I just, have not. I just love that place. Yeah. So, anyway, we just have so much, um, you know culture that's really awesome in different places to go even like downtown lee summit and you know just really cool areas here oh yeah and they're they're sneaky like downtown lee summit i'm glad you said it because if you just said it it's like well i don't what do you mean right like no it's an awesome yeah it's a great little town or little area park over to the side Mm -hmm. go find a place that you want to be at great food Mm -hmm. live music exactly it's fun and everybody's well i can't say everybody's nice but you know most people in general yeah. Kansas City has kind of a reputation for people being down to earth mm-hmm. you know and I think that's true yeah so, I had a friend yeah. come from Miami and he was like it was really weird to go to your town 
because it was like I felt like everybody was they you all had a plan like you're all trying to get me but you just weren't saying it yet like no that's just how everybody is man (laughs) but yeah it's because I mean if you go to Miami and Miami's actually Miami is very pretentious in its own way right but Mm -hmm. especially in the way of money it costs so much to be down there oh my gosh I've been I think I've been three times and every single time I go it's normally for work and I'm just looking around like you spent more on your outfit than I did on my utility bill <laughs> right. for years. Like, how your shoes are worth more than my car. Like, that's how I feel walking around yes. that. Yeah. But at the same time, it, it's of the city centers. You definitely at least get like a calmer crowd. So mm-hmm. to hear somebody from that town, where I don't consider it like New York or Philly or something right. like that, yeah. come to Kansas City and say it's disar- disarming. It's like, oh, thank you. I yeah. kind of like that. Me too. <laughs> I love it that we're yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Kansas City has gone through a real renaissance since Power mm-hmm. and Light was in. Absolutely. Because either feel you, the same. Yeah, if you liked Power and Light, mm-hmm. it's great. I liked it when I was 21, and when I was 22, right. I was done. Yeah. Um, but that's where I met my wife, which is the most oh, hilarious yeah, part. Know, yeah, right. But every time I get, I, I got my, my value out of it, now I'm out. Mm-hmm. But it made Westport renovate itself, create itself it anew. It made all of these different areas around town become something better than what they were. And so when people say like, oh, I visit Kansas City at this time, it's like, that's not Kansas City anymore. Right. You need to come back. Totally different. Yeah. All these different little sections, right? I just, I love River Market. Do you Mm -hmm. ever go to the River Market? Have you been to Tribe? Tribe's a really cool restaurant. I haven't been to Tribe. Love it. Yeah. My friend of mine who's been on the podcast talks about it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. We go there quite a bit. You kind of feel like you've just walked into, it kind of has like a 70s vibe to it. Nice. And um, the food's amazing. The tacos are killer. Yeah. And, you know, you just sit. You gotta sit at the bar. At least oh yeah. No, wait. Oh, that's the way we are. We sit at the bar. That's what I like to go. do. Yeah. <laughs> we sit at the bar. <laughs> get a nice drink and eat their food and just uh-huh. hang out and talk. It, but it's a really cool place. I just love it. And then the scooters are amazing in Kansas City. Have yep. you been sco- scooter? I haven't riding? done it yet. So oh, Denver has them it. all over the place. They're so fun. Yeah, I just haven't been downtown that much lately. I mean, we live <laughs> so far blast. south anymore that. And with everything else that's going on. But, yeah, I was there when they first put them in and just laughed because I was like, I'm sure everybody's going to be super responsible. (laughs) I crashed. Yeah. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh, no. What happened? terrible. (laughs) So funny. So we we get on – if we go downtown, Mm -hmm. we get scooters, and we go all over the place. We'll go from River Market down by Crown Center Union Station. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, we, like, take off. Mm -hmm. It's so fun. So anyway, we're on our way back from like just past uh, Power and Light and mm-hmm. head down back to the River Market area, and I hit something. Yeah, I don't even know <laughs> a, <what> pebble. It, <laughs> a pebble. <laughs> exactly, and I just went down right, oh, and um, I was so embarrassed that I'd fallen off, and mm-hmm. I fell right in front of this couple that was coming out of a parking garage, and I like crashed right in front of them and thought. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. All right. I'm good. All right. I'm fine. Right. I'm, I'm fine. I'm it's just my head that's bleeding. <laughs> I get back on, and I, my boyfriend's like, "Are you okay?" Right? And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Right. I'm good. Let's go. Let's not talk about it anymore. Right. Don't talk about don't, it. Just don't bring it up. Don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> and then we finally we get to where we're going. Get to tribe. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Are you sure you're okay?" I'm like, "Well, no, not really." <laughs> no, I need I, I need I ice. Broke a, I broke a rib. Yeah, I'll take a drink and also the ice that comes in that drink. Right. Put it in a bag, please. Yeah, so funny. So <coughs> my me. ribs were like hurting. Oh Big God! Time yeah. The next day, and I thought I broke. You know, must have broke a rib. But all of a sudden, it went away. 
uh-huh. one day after about a week and a half in, and oh, I feel man. great now. Well, that's good. I know. <laughs> you recovered. And I couldn't snore. It was broken. <laughs> I couldn't. Sneezing was painful. So painful and scary. Yeah. Right? I felt the sneeze coming on, and I would be like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like, this isn't fun. This. What do I have to do? What are the things I told myself as a kid yeah. would stop this? Yeah. I, I've only messed up my ribs a couple of times and it was all either workout or you know right. sports related right. and uh i just remember the same thing it was like when you you never think about breathing mm-hmm. until somebody's like hey think about breathing you're like oh sh- now i have to actually do it right but when you mess up your ribs and i just had like bruised i never mm-hmm. had anything broken or muscle or yeah something. i don't know what it was right but man you notice your breathing all you do. The time, especially at night when you're trying right. to go to sleep you're like it's crazy how <laughs> painful it is. That was my first experience with any rib yeah. issue at all. It Laughing sucks. was hard. Like, don't laugh. Yeah, don't you make know? me laugh. Like, don't <laughs> make me laugh. We need to be a very calm couple <laughs> very for several days. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, yeah. Those things, that's one of those things that's like, I know cities kind of fight it, but it's mm-hmm. so convenient and people love it so much they yeah. can't really do much about it. awesome. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. The segways, I see segway tours. Oh, I didn't. I and haven't. We don't have segways, do I have not th- seen. There's the a there's a Segway tour that runs on the plaza. Okay. And the really? only reason I know this is because when you said you crashed, I saw somebody bite it hard on one of those Ooh. things. Yeah, and they that could hurt a little worse too. It was well, and the way they fell. Okay. Free, like if there hadn't been so many people around them, right. like I have no medical training, so it was like <laughs> I would have gone over and been like, "That's an injured person. Somebody find somebody, somebody that's help. gonna do something." <laughs> But uh, but I was it was on Emanuel Cleaver and I was going out of the plaza on Emanuel Cleaver, and they all passed right in front of me on the crosswalk mm-hmm. and I was like, well, they look like nerds. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they hit the area where they basically have to turn into the little concrete uh, thing and then turn to go into the plaza. Mm-hmm. Well, when they went there, I saw it happen. This girl hit her wheel on that concrete mm-hmm. and that Segway just launched her and she landed on her elbow and her oh. head on the curb not like oh i let land on a flat surface right like my elbow went here and because of that my head went here it's like oh no she's helmet. hurt bad she yeah no uh, she did she, she did, did? They okay, made, I, yeah they made him put those on so we thank god but yeah that that looked like a broken shoulder broken elbow something Dang. i mean she went down hard but yeah there was a part of me that was like i don't I feel horrible for her. I, You're right. I don't feel bad about thinking that you look like a nerd, though. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's a segue tour. Everyone's together. And oh, yeah. Line, like little yeah. geese, right? Following yeah. each other. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite yeah. memes is this girl's like, yeah, my dad sent me this picture and said that he uh, was in a gang now. And it's like a bunch of dads oh. in khakis that have that are on a segue tour. Like, yeah, hardcore, yeah. man. Hardcore. It's like Col- <laughs> yeah, Colorado. We're getting ready to go to Colorado. And we'll go out. We'll rent, you know, ATVs, right? Mm-hmm. And go oh, yeah. out and just, like, explore and stuff. Definitely. No tours, Mm-mm. though. You know, I can't. It's, that takes all the fun out of it. If you yeah. have to do it, follow yeah. a guide Yeah. on your four-wheeler. Yeah. It's like, that's why I have this. At five miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, well, we thank gotta, you. Yeah. We got to keep up with Karen back there. Yeah. You got to make sure that she's doing <laughs> okay. to do that. No, I'm the same way. It's like, yeah. I just give me the thing. I want to get out. Oh, yeah. yeah. The only time I'm not is when you're in a city that, like, we went to um, a few years back. It was right before my son was born. Uh, I shouldn't say right before. It was like a year before. But we uh, took my parents and my wife's parents to Italy. Mm, and nice. we flew into Rome. Yeah. And then we went into, we actually took a train to Florence, but then drove into the um, Tuscan countryside. Okay. And they had this, like, 
1300 seminary that we stayed in. Mm -hmm. And then we went back to Florence and stayed there. So it was like three days, three days, three days. Right. And because it's Rome, like we can't really access anything. Let's find the like, let's find the tour that takes you to the right, places. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, that makes more sense. Exactly. But yeah. uh, anything else, it's like, no, I'll find You're it. You're in foreign land. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Makes I'm but, with you there. Yeah. But yeah, when you're just like, yeah, I, I don't want to be with 10 people right. on a on the back of a horse that hates me or on the back right. of an ATV. Well, like, no, it's not. It's not it's at all. all the adventure out of it. Yeah. Because that's like, what you do those ahead. things for, right? It's yeah. adventure. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice so. to find like a local guy that can be like, okay, so if you're like that, go to this trail, this trail, yes. this trail. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't want to also waste your time and be like, oh, well, that one sucked. Now I just wasted half a day. Right. right. <laughs> that was no fun at all. Yeah. Where are you going to Colorado? Uh, Breckenridge area. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Love Colorado. Try to go there as often as possible. I used to bring my kids there when they were younger and stuff. Yeah. And, um, it's fun. We've had a few few trips out on the four-wheelers with the kids and yeah. stuff. We have great stories. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 It's, it's so, so beautiful. Oh, my gosh. It's my yeah. favorite place in the world. Yeah. I love Colorado. Yeah. Hopefully, I have a place there. Like, I would never move away from Kansas City. I'll always have a home here. Right. But I'd love to have a vacation home there for the mm -hmm. summertime, Colorado in the summer. Oh, That's yeah. That's when I like to go. Yeah. Because I don't like to be cold. So mm -hmm. um, it's beautiful in the wintertime, but, you know, I love Colorado in the summertime. It's like perfect. It's like heaven. So. Well, you're in the, in the mountains, so you might get a hot day here or there. But for the most part, it's pretty right. nice it, temperatures. It is. It's just like, mild. oh, it's hot. It's 85. Right. Like, come what, on. What's that in Kansas City? 109. <laughs> right. They're all literally frying. Yeah. With 85% humidity. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Now, when we went there, we went to the Breckenridge area first. That was the first time I'd yep. been to Colorado. So we flew into Denver, rented a car, drove there. And my a family member of mine um, had a condo that was like halfway up a mountain. Mm -hmm. And it was beautiful. And I got out of the car, went up the steps because you pulled into the garage and he went up the steps to their place. Yeah. And I thought I was going to die because my lungs oh, had never right. experienced that before. The air was right. so thin. I mean, because it's like what? In Breckenridge, there's a there's a, like the nine thousand is I'm kind of sure. what Breckenridge is, okay. and then we were up the mountain from there. Uh, right. So yeah, I thought I was gonna die. Like yeah. the first, it took me three. We were there for a week. It took me three days for my lungs to adjust. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. We drove up Pikes Peak. We went last year this time of year, and we drove up Pikes. Oh Peak. wow. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. I I, can that imagine. was the first time I had done that, and you're literally even even as you're driving, you're look. It's like wow. Yeah. You're in your you know you feel relatively safe yeah but then there were people there were people on bicycles they were <sighs> biking up it and i was like that's just crazy impressive yeah. yeah and then they have a race every year like with race cars you know they block off the roads and stuff but it's some crazy race right mm -hmm. and these race cars race up or down <sighs> i don't remember which it is that mountain but like the year before someone had like <laughs> take on dive <laughs> oh right. man crazy yeah but oh my gosh if you ever get it, you need to do it yeah it's worth it okay to drive up to the top of pike's peak Heck it's yeah super cool i will not take a bike though I know. i'll put it on top right. of my car that's the only good it's gonna do it is crazy uh, yeah. so you're, you're like this at some points right and these yeah. people are just riding it well, it's like are you doing this to like wow. win a prize like do you get money for this it's like no just to be able to say it it's like dude right. you know you can lie <laughs> right. you can just say you did it and everyone was who's gonna call you out yeah. Like, well, what's it like? Yeah, it's really tough. Let's go halfway up yeah. and take a picture, right? Exactly. <laughs> Done. Yeah. 
That's exactly what I do. Like, yeah. here we are. We're at the top because <laughs> I took my car, but I just have my bike in the background. <laughs> right. And then I put it right back on top. Yeah, the car <laughs> someone else's bike because there's other people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, hey, just for bike. one second, right. can I do that? <laughs> yeah, there's no way. You couldn't yeah. convince me to do that ever. Like, I'll go on I trails. Oh, yeah, I like. I, I like would to like go. to be able to, like, yeah. be physically able to. I think that'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to happen in take? my lifetime. How long it would take to I be. can't even imagine. Oh, to get to get to prepared get in that to shape. do it. Oh yeah, a lifetime. Like, yeah, more than a marathon. It for is sure. more than a marathon. Yeah, there's no. It's got because I, I at one point I could run. I never did a marathon. Mm-hmm. I've done half, but I've ran the distance. Yeah, right. Not even close. No, Mm-mm. I think that is a like some superhuman. Yeah. Feat. Yeah. <laughs> And Lance Armstrong calls it EPO. So, (laughs) (laughs) like, dude, take it. If you're just doing this for you, yeah. If you're just doing that for you, that was was one thing that made me so mad back in the day. Our drugged up guy was better than all their drugged up guys. I know. (laughs) I'm like, you know, I still love him. Oh yeah. Like I, I don't like how he attacked people for it, but I can appreciate. Like I can compartmentalize too. It yeah. wasn't. He was. Well, he was trying to like athlete. ruin other people's lives. Oh, I don't know about that part. Yeah, he was like going after I people. I wouldn't like that. Yeah, he was like, "No, you're it lying about it. It's, it's wrong," and trying to bury them because he was uh, Lance Armstrong. Right. But I, I can like compartmentalize that. that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's not great, but still, you were the best drugged up guy in, right. <laughs> in the Tour de France. Best drugged up athlete I've ever <laughs> mm-hmm. seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he had cancer. Come on, give him a little EPO. Right. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, my, um, I my dad has a buddy. He's technically my friend too, but. My dad and him have known each other for years and years, uh, and he always he has to be in the mountains. So he was in Colorado mm-hmm. for a while. He moved to Kansas City f- for what felt like a month, and then right. he moved right to uh, North Carolina, yeah. and that's where he's been since. And so it's great to go with him because he knows everything about the area, lives in a place that's up a street that I don't know how he gets up it in his car. Wow. Um, but he took my dad one of the days that they stayed on a hike mm-hmm. and they thought it was going to be an easy hike and it was not an easy mm-hmm. hike. I mean, they were like uh, up against mountains and wow. stuff like that. But, um, there's a couple thousand foot drop at one point. Yeah. And, uh, right at the bottom is a golf course. And apparently there's like a certain part of the golf course that they just find bodies. What? Yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's not an easy trail. So people get on there thinking like, oh, this is going to be easy. I can just turn around whenever I want to. And they're like, oh, no, I've got a two-foot ledge that I have to walk across that has no bar. Like, not OSHA certified. (laughs) And you just have to go across this thing. But it's like, oh, yeah, like 15th hole, we normally find a couple people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, I heard when we were at Grand Canyon, I went with my boyfriend and I went with my daughter. And we heard um, a lot of stories about people that they – falling off well they're trying to take cool selfies yeah and i you know i have some selfies that are questionable out there my mm-hmm. mom gave me she saw one of mine she's like oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> well it looks more dangerous than what yeah. it was yeah. right so but scary thing is people are oh yeah dying out there to get a good selfie mm-hmm. good selfies right? good youtube videos <laughs> yeah it's uh, that is the craziest is thing and I guess it's a lot. I mean, it's mm-hmm. more than what you... I can't remember, again, the statistics. I'm not good with statistics, but it was um, more than we would imagine. Yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. Right. And just for a picture of yourself. <laughs> right. Like, and, again, it's kind of like the people driving up Pikes Peak. It's like, Photoshop it. Right. <laughs> like, Photoshop that you climb Mount Everest. Nobody's going to care. Right. Like, especially the pictures where it's like, you know, West. you're s- the people that are, like, sitting. Like, there's always the famous ones where people are like, 
sitting on a rock that jets out above yeah, an entire uh, town. Right, right, right. Like, why are you doing that? Right, yeah. That's the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. It's like, what, to sh- have a nice picture? It's like, other people have nice pictures. Say you're that guy. Yeah. There's another one that's like a, I think it was a glacial deposit, but it's this like pretty round rock mm-hmm. that's in between like two basically cliffs. Right. And it's sitting there. And it's like, one of these days, that's going to drop. Right. And it's going to be because you guys jumped onto it. By the way, you're dropping onto a ball. One day. Yeah. yeah, It'll give out. Yeah. And you'll die. And you'll be the person forever after known as the person who died because they wanted a picture. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. I I get selfies. It's easy with phones. Just go click. Got it. Mm -hmm. No problem. Do it all the time. But, oh, man, some of those people. I know. And they do it for YouTube videos, too. They do. I know. People jumping off buildings and stuff, and they lose their footing and... Now the YouTube video shows up on a very different website. Right. And yeah. it's not, it wasn't worth it. No. Right. Like <laughs> you, you never get to see your own <laughs> yeah. YouTube video. Yeah. And I yeah. never, the people that do that stuff, like that are jumping around on top of buildings, mm-hmm. I never respect it. Like right. I know, I know that there are some people that are like, wow, they're brave. It's like, no, right. they're dumb. What's that called? It's called, uh, oh, you know, the art of that, the, the parkour. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Hardcore parkour. <laughs> yeah. Parkour. <laughs> Now, I think it's cool looking. Yeah. But not on top of the buildings. No. I just like the. Do it know. on the street. Right. Yes. Yeah. Love it's that. easy. And right. I mean, do it off of, you know, building like that. Right. But you're not Spider Man, right? No. Uh-uh. Right. You, you don't have anything. <laughs> there's no, like, you're not wearing a parachute. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. There was one guy that was apparently, like, that was what he was known for, was taking, like, these crazy videos and selfies. And he's mm-hmm. on the edge of a building. And you realize immediately what you're watching because he immediately is just, he realizes, like, oh, I am losing my strength. Like I'm trying to take this picture, and he's there for t- too long. Yeah. And he loses his strength. He drops. Did he die? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he was gosh. on top of a building, and he's like, th- he was recording a video and right. taking a picture, and you see it in his face. He realized, like, I don't have the strength to pull myself up. Wow. And you don't see him drop or anything. You just right, see him, like, fall out of frame. Right. You just know what happened there. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. yeah. And again, it's like, it's this weird thing. It's like, social media is so good for mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. Don't take crazy selfies. <laughs> that, that's not good for business no, when you're uh-uh. not here anymore. No. <laughs> to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Instagram, social media in general, even like YouTube and some of those other platforms, like the more long form, it's really been weird to watch how people, one, have done really stupid things, mm-hmm. but how really stupid things have turned into big business. Right. Like they've turned they into have. pretty massive businesses. Like mm-hmm. there are people that. Like the w- the one that's the funniest to me is like Instagram models, right? What are you doing? <laughs> like taking pictures of myself. How are you making money? Because it's sponsored by so and so. It's like how right. much are you making? Three thousand dollars a post. It's crazy. Like, Instagram world is dangerous. Yeah. But having a twenty-one, almost twenty-one-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. she gets. Um, she's shown me some of the, the, the messages she gets from people. Like I'll pay you three thousand dollars if you friend me or if you like send me a picture and not even asking for a crazy picture even mm-hmm. but and she's it, it's just like it's scary yeah I'm like you know and she's got a, she's super level-headed and she knows better than to respond to that but she knows people who have oh yeah right yep be, and they get the money mm-hmm. she says she knows people that have been like just to hang out with someone right mm-hmm. and not do anything yeah nothing you know, sexual nothing right, weird yeah right a couple thousand bucks or whatever Jeez. just hang out with them who has but, this money <laughs> but right but when does that turn yeah to you know to yeah. something else you don't know these people yeah they well, don't 
if they're developing a comfort level with you and then all of a sudden it's something that's more secretive it's just scary yeah you know and she gets all we'll sponsor you if you do that you know sponsor you we Mm -hmm. want you to be our you know spokesperson for our swimsuit brand that you have to wear nothing (laughs) right that's not a swimsuit brand (laughs) first of all (laughs) that's a no suit that's, brand. Yeah, that's a different one. There, there, there's a, there's a magazine with like, a very famous owner that just died. <laughs> Did he die? You have heard yeah. that. Yep. Oh wow. Yeah. See, that's I'm missing the news, yeah. right? Yeah. When did he die? I, I, I think know. it was a couple of years ago. Oh. I think so. <laughs> I can't remember. I think it was a couple of years ago. Yeah, okay. he died, and his, maybe his daughter I took over. Remember that. Yeah, I think his daughter yeah. actually. Now that right, I say that, had taken over for a while. Yeah. Yeah, he finally got hitched and. To a twenty-year-old, right? Oh yeah, yeah, twenty, twenty-two, whatever right, it took. Right. Yeah, looked the exact same as you would assume. Whatever the mental image is in your right. head, uh-huh. that's who he married. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I that guy was a fascinating human. But yeah. yeah, it's it's gone from like stuff like that to some of this. I man, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I am so happy that like I was a ridiculous human when I was a kid, (laughs) when I was a teenager. Like I was one of those people that was very level-headed, very responsible to the public. Right. And then in private, it was like I'm gonna do anything I want. Like I wasn't drinking or smoking. Like it was just like I'm gonna be up late. I'm gonna go Mm -hmm. do what I'm gonna do. And I can't even imagine if I had a video camera or a you know a the ability to put a camera on my phone when I was that age. Jesus Christ. Same. I was crazy. I have such amazing stories. Oh (laughs) yeah. Oh my gosh. I have amazing stories because I just adventurous. Yeah. Life was fun and I did, I made some poor decisions. Yeah. It it happens. That's, but that's when you're supposed to make them. Glad to be alive. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Yeah. My dad says today still, if there's danger, Lori will find it. (laughs) (laughs) Still says it. Nice. He said it a couple months ago. Nice. Well, you know. (laughs) That's what I am. Deal with it. Yeah. But if you had a, yeah, but if you had a camera back then. Oh my my gosh. Be the worst thing ever. And I'm so glad we didn't have um, cell phones. Yeah. Well, because at least. Did you? I did. Um, I didn't but, have cell phones in high school. Yeah, the first Glad. phone I had, <laughs> I had um, <laughs> the first phone I phone I had. Really funny story. But the second phone I had was kind of my main phone. But it was just like a little T-Mobile. It wasn't right. the brick. I never had the brick. Okay. But right. I had one that was like the generation up from that. Mm-hmm. Like rather than the green light, this one has a blue light. Right. Like ooh, ooh. fancy. <laughs> um, but my parents always made fun of me because it was when T9 texting was around. Mm-hmm. And I have my thumbs are double jointed. And so I could shoot out a text message without looking and like reach the whole phone and just go through. When T9 texting left and I actually had to get on the keyboard, I've hated it ever since. Oh, that's funny. It's like anytime I see an email come through, I'm like, I'm going to wait till I get home because I can type on that real fast. But I've got, I fat finger it on the phone. Interesting. But yeah, back then I had that and I had that one for a while. And then like maybe my senior year, junior year, I got a flip phone that had a terrible camera. Right. But yeah, it was camera immediately exactly. clear that Alex should not have a camera on his phone. <laughs> I was like, this is a bad idea. And then every every camera after that, luckily, right. again, luckily I couldn't upload it to Instagram. Right. Or upload it to Facebook or accidentally upload it to one of those places. I've been in so much trouble. Like it's when I was in funny. college, it was the same kind of thing. It was just like, I, I was, I never drank in high school. I didn't drink my first semester of college. And then that wasn't true anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then after my first semester of college, it was like, this stuff makes things fun, except right. in the morning. Yeah. But yeah, so that was me in college was just having fun, having fun, except for when I went to Mizzou for the first year or two. 
or the first right. year. Then you were bored. Yeah, then I was bored. Bored. Yeah, yeah. worked out. Still drinking, but right, very bored. Right. Yeah. <laughs> By yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had a nice patio outside. Go out and chill out. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- except that for the first couple of months, it was great. Right. right yeah. Right. Yeah. But again, like it's got to be weird for you too, because when you're doing your brand consultant thing. Mm-hmm. And you have all these companies that are there. It's like, one, you're representative of them. So you have to keep yourself way up here. Yeah. Like pretty much everything that I do, my broker's like, just don't kill people. Right. Like just, you're, <laughs> right. you're independent. You're yeah. fine. Just don't, don't do anything too stupid. Um, but I feel like I've got a lot of freedom. But when mm-hmm. you're representing, especially a large company. Right. I mean, you have to be careful. You have to be, you, uh, know, you yeah. have to be on your A game. Right. But then you also have the deal where it's like, okay. What can I do to not make the mistake that every company makes, even if you're trying to do a good thing? Right. And you have to be the one to go, no, 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 we can't do that. Right. I think a lot of it's common sense, Mm -hmm. you know, for the most part. But there are a lot of people, you know, that just, like you were talking about with your wife and everything that she sees, that it just makes stupid mistakes. Like, don't, you know, don't, just don't do that. Yeah. So it hasn't been really hard for me because... I don't get opinionated. Mm-hmm. I, fe- I keep it positive. Yeah. And it's about my family. And it's about just like what stuff I like. So yeah. I haven't had an issue with it. You know, it hasn't, I haven't really felt like I had to restrict myself, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that's been good. But I have, I have seen and had to talk to people. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. It's there forever. Yep. It yeah, is. It's know. always going to be somebody can screenshot Someone's it. It's going to come right. Yeah. Once it's out there, you don't know yeah. who's going to get it. Right? Yeah. No, we, uh, and that's, that's the weird thing for your job is because it's like, okay, well, even if I'm great and I mm-hmm. do everything right with my company and I create, you know, the biggest example to me is like, if I try to do something that's right, that is the right message. Right, 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 right. Gotcha. But mm-hmm. I, but it's not perceived that way. Right, it right. It's right up here with right. everybody in this room. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. And that's like I, the ultimate example was the um, I think it was Kendall Jenner's Pepsi commercial mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. where she went up like from the protesters' line and right. gave the cop a, a Pepsi. Oh, right. And the it's, backlash yeah, yeah. that came from that, it was like, no, she like it's she promoting was, peace. Right. It's like, oh, you think it could be sold with Pepsi? Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh my God, what kind of crazy town saying. am I living in? It's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Even though you're on the up and up and you're doing with integrity yeah right then how about what you believe is mm-hmm. in full integrity yeah might be offensive to someone to somebody else, else especially yeah. in today's world yeah well in today's world too like with social media and the the megaphones people have for their voice mm-hmm. it's like somebody gets on there and mentions something like if you think about like if beyonce and i don't know if she said it or not but like if beyonce gets on there and her hundred million followers and super fans. Right. If she got on there and that commercial and she was the first person to be like, you know, that was an insane commercial and it's awful and racist. And right. it's all of these words that right. you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. If that's what happens, 100 million people yep. now agree because yep. they are so loyal, such loyal followers. Yes. And to me, that's the crazy And then all thing. of a sudden you made a stupid mistake. The person that, yeah, mm-hmm. that did that. Yeah. You know, it's the ultimate, like somebody's right going to get fired. Thing. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, we need a fall guy. Mm-hmm. So, Mm-hmm. With that, good luck with that. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure it's going to be super easy. <laughs> That's why I like real estate and stuff online. <laughs> like this is why I like this kind of forum too, because you like you just get people's opinions out. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Okay. Yeah, it's nice to just talk right? about it. Yeah, one on one. I haven't awesome. had a sing- there was only one time since I've started this, and mm-hmm. I've pro- God, I probably got close to 70, 80 hours of podcast now, but 
I had somebody on, and it was actually the only time I've had three people on, and immediately I shut that down. I was like, nope, one-on-one from now on. But it was me, my buddy who's come on here several times, and then uh, a friend of his. They came on. The guy was incredibly intelligent, nice guy. But I made a comment about the fact that one of my favorite comedians, like, and I hate what, what he did and what happened to him, right. but I was like, one of my favorite comedians is Louis C.K. He was like, I do not want to talk about him. I was like, oh, I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that was a, a big deal. And he just immediately like, kind of got, I was like, well, let's take a break, why, take a breather. Push pa- <laughs> I never really push pause unless it's like I need to use the bathroom or something right. like that. But push pause, and he, I was filming it in my basement because I didn't have this place yet. We're going upstairs. He starts up, and you can't see people when they're, unless they're through this door. And I tap my friend. I was like, right. It's <laughs> like, I have no idea. It's like, okay, weird. Struck a chord. I didn't realize I was going to get yelled at for saying. Right. Like, I'd bite someone you liked. Yeah. Well, just, and again, I even said, like, I know he's, you know, obviously there's some bad stuff that he did right and he's paying for that now with, right you know right, right. getting shut down it was like dude you we can appreciate people even if they make a mistake right even if it's that kind of mistake right. <laughs> and, to, and to just appreciate the fact that somebody else appreciates okay yeah. mm-hmm. you like him i don't yeah okay mm-hmm. that's good yeah. right well, it's like the oj simpson <laughs> we can thing. still be friends <laughs> yeah exactly not to the degree but it was kind of like the oj simpson thing it was like everybody compartmentalized like you have to be able to do that yeah Yep. Like O.J. Simpson, you know, ran over 2,000 yards in a 14-game season. Right. He's an absolutely amazing yep. running back. Wouldn't really trust him to be in the same room with me. No. But a great running back. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Right. So can't take that. Can't change that out of it. Nope. Right? Uh-uh. He was a good athlete. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we, we can still talk about it. He's still mm-hmm. in the record books. Yeah. Even though he murdered people. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good guy. No. Don't want to be his friend. No, right. no, don't, don't. I don't. It's not that I even <laughs> want to be friend. his friend. Like when I hear people that, like, you know, when you hear interviews of people running into him, I was like, I walk across the street. That dude, terrified. He's a giant human being that has killed people. <laughs> right, I can't yeah, and my right. favorite thing is like, well, he was found not guilty. Like, and then he wasn't. Right. Like, <laughs> and, and he, he watched the whole thing on that on Netflix documentary deal. Um. It's pretty fascinating. I can't remember if I watched. I've watched so much on him that I I probably saw something, but right, maybe not. Right, sure, yeah. Maybe not that. It's, it's but it's definitely possible. I watched the show that they did with Cuba Gooding Jr. playing him. Oh yeah, Netflix. I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. I yes. yeah I they did that. a great job. Yeah, he did an awesome job. But this was like showing all the footage of the actual footage of. I think you know, I did see that. Yeah. It's pretty fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we have a weird curiosity with stuff like that. In I this like country. documentaries. Yeah. Oh, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. Anything biography? Mm-hmm. I wa- it's probably really interesting. All of them. Yeah. I just want to know how their minds work. Yeah. You know, like what? What made someone do that? Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. interesting. Well, and it's so and weird. What was their childhood like? You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think because I feel like people are born good. Mm-hmm. I really do, and um, I think. The uh, environments that they're put in, their circumstances, mm-hmm. how they're how they're raised, how maybe they are treated in school, and all yeah. of these things. You know, it, did they have the f- freedom to be who they are as right. a person, or was that squelched right, right from someone or some people, a group of people? Right, all those things I think that um, kind of form people into good or bad. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that, and I think this is especially true with athletes, um, and you see this a lot with, like, boxers and fighters, you know, mixed martial artists. Like, 
sometimes being in those environments, mm-hmm. like going to practice and having a focus, a center mm-hmm. that you're working towards, that's probably saved lives. Right. Because especially when you look at like some guys from, you know, especially like I think mixed martial artists, um, a lot of football players, mm-hmm. like some of these just big brawling mm-hmm. humans. Right. It's like it's probably good that we allow them to get in a cage yeah. and beat the have an outlet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Beat the brakes off somebody. It's like because if they didn't do that to them, they might have done it to somebody else. Absolutely. And a lot of those guys are so big and strong and they're so well trained. It's like they're basically just killers waiting right. to happen. Yeah. That's not a negative. It's just like that's right. what your training is. Like yeah. you didn't train martial arts, you know, so that you could, you know, just not. throw a punch. Right. You You're wanna. restraining another human yes. being. Yes. And it's like, thank God. Like, that's one of the things I worry about with them canceling all the sports. It's like, I get it. I know, it breaks but my heart, too. Yeah, these are athletes that need that, man. Like, they need it bad. They do. Yeah. They do. That's their thing. Yeah. That's like someone taking away, you know, oh, you can't you can't create anything anymore. Right. You know? Oh, well. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Right? Take the pain it, away from the artist. It would be hard. Yeah. Yeah, they have to have that. Mm-hmm. I think that. Hopefully all that changes and... People I hope are so. allowed to watch again. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of the fake fans in the background. That's been a, it's been a funny thing and a weird thing. Did you see the, uh, oh, God, what was it? Um, a Weekend at Bernie's cutout? Yeah, oh, no, I didn't see it. No, yep, they had it. Bernie back there. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, behind yeah, the I plate. I saw some of the cutouts. I missed that yep, one. Yeah, they had Patrick Mahomes, uh, and I think close to him was Bernie. Uh, I thought that was amazing. I wish they would have put the funny. two other guys right behind him. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, the social distancing while watching sports is interesting to me. It's like, because you know how they end, right? Mm-hmm. The game ends, and everybody goes to the same central area. Right, <laughs> right. Like this, you can do as much as you want with the seats, but they're still there. Right. But And again, maybe they just say, like, well, when you're up, wear a mask, whatever. But I, I know enough football fans to know that most of them are not exactly thrilled about the at the prospect of wearing a mask. No. Yeah. No, because it's like, I don't know. It's, well, it's uncomfortable. It's hard to talk. It's hard to communicate. All yeah. I'm yelling through the mask. Yeah, me too. I always pull mine down. <laughs> At the time when you're expelling air the most, you're like, okay, I'm sick of this. <laughs> I've had people tell me, like, um, can you put your mask back up? I was in a restaurant, and I was walking through, and the, wa- the, the hostess asked me a question, mm-hmm. right? Well, I my voice doesn't carry. Yeah. You put a cloth over the top, you can't hear me. And yeah. she's like, what? Yeah. And I pulled it down. And she, she How was dare ho- you, <laughs> horrified. <laughs> Ma'am, could you please put the mask like, over your I, nose? I, you got two choices. I can answer your question or not. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, and the opposite of that is like we had. I went to. Uh, there was a day that I hadn't eaten out at a restaurant in months. Or at least I felt like that. I think maybe we went somewhere, but I it, I had not been out. Like, normally, I, like, for lunch every once in a while, I just like to go out by myself, just have something. I hadn't done it for months and months since we got back from Mexico. And I finally was like, I can't stand the taste of my own cooking right now. I'm the only right. – I'm cooking myself. Like, ah, right. I yes. don't I want another can of soup. Right. Like, so I went to uh, Wally's in Lee Summit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ordered like salmon or something and they have the Paul, like they have all, some of their booths are shut down, tables right, are spaced yeah, out. Yeah, like yeah. they did a really good job. And I go up to the bar, the bartender's there. And the rule was you wear it when you're using the bathroom or coming or leaving. Right, yes. But as soon as you get there, you can take it off. Mm-hmm. Okay. That seems very reasonable. So get there. And I was talking to the bartender and she was like, Hey, here's a story. Cause I was saying like, eh, it's not a big deal. Like wear it in. I literally went straight here and mm-hmm. took it off. And she apparently had like, 
three people came in that were painters and they just flat out refused and then start yelling at them and they left when they yelled and they got on social media and started down like trashing oh. them giving them poor reviews and right, everything and um she was like yeah and then we get fake phone calls all day long from these guys it's like do you not Why? have a life oh like, my gosh you got kicked out of one restaurant i've been kicked out of more bars than that right. like what are you talking about <laughs> and they weren't you know you got to play along yeah it's like right. you literally have to wear it for five minutes just maximum it. right the whole you time you're in there do it yeah, right it's easy yeah it's not a big deal it's not yeah, the only time I don't like it is when I'm I have to like go to the grocery store or something and I'm in there for a long time. It's hard. Well, and because like I can't breathe really well out of my nose, mm-hmm. and so that's my only complaint is just like I'll still do it, but geez, right, I do right. it. Yeah. I do it. I don't like it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't like it. I'll I'll be the first to say it and admit it. I don't like wearing a mask. Yeah. But I do it where I'm supposed to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I I do it and I play yeah. along. Yeah. <laughs> Going to keep wearing my mask. Until of course. Until I don't have to anymore. Yeah. Did you hear in Wisconsin that um, they're requiring government workers to wear the mask on Zoom calls while they're at home? Wow. Snapchat should come out with something that just puts a mask on you. (laughs) That's not fair to the person because they say it shows support of the cause. That's shows idiocy too <laughs> it's like you're at home immediately end mask is off it's not right. gonna matter right oh my gosh and it doesn't really show support of the cause just because that doesn't mean that they're supporting the cause it means right. that they they value their job yeah exactly so they're gonna wear the mask because they were told to wear yeah. the mask during zoom calls yeah that's what it means yeah oh right my gosh. i know crazy <laughs> I would do it, though, if they told me to. Well, yeah. I mean, if your job depends on <laughs> right. it, you have to. Right. But right. that's just a power play. That's ridiculous. I know. Isn't it crazy? You have yeah. to look it up. God, I had to double check it when I heard it. And I was like, oh, okay. I gotta, I'm got i going to have to go check that one out. And yeah. it's true. I'll look it up. And then I'll immediately just keep that. And then I'll look up. I'll just add the word meme to it and see how many people have just throttled <laughs> oh, that. Right. I bet they Yeah, have. just made fun of it. It's have. like, here's, here's what yeah. government does, pe- yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. This so is what we are. I'll take our Kansas City rules. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Th- yeah. As soon as you see something like that, <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, okay mask is fine. Right, yeah, yeah, I'll okay. wear it. Yeah. The only t- yeah. day I got mad about it was I, uh, I was going to like Quick Trip and I just needed like a water. Mm-hmm. And I looked and my my wife was uh, taking her uh, kid to his uh, five year doctor's appointment and she took both masks. Oh, and so you didn't have it. So it's like, like, okay, I guess I'll. Trip. Do you guys have <laughs> a fire hose or something that I can grab? <laughs> I need something. Yeah. But uh, that was the only time, though. It really hasn't been that big a deal. Right, yeah. As long but, as you have one with you, you're good. Yeah. yeah. And the, the thing that's been so weird outside of the rest of the weirdness, but the thing that's actually, like, kind of, it shows probably more than we want it to, is all of the shortages of stuff mm-hmm. in stores. Like, randomly one week there was no, like, diet pop. Right. There was no, like, obviously the big one was toilet paper and paper right, towels. Right, right, right. Yeah. And... That was, I think that was the strangest thing when we were in Mexico and coming back. Because we went down there when you heard about it, never really a big deal. Okay, so you're April? Um, and I mean, uh, I mean February. February? Yep, February? late February. Right, February. Yep. Right. And it was like, it's, it's overseas, it's here. You know, everybody's kind of like, okay, well, probably mm-hmm. we know it's going to come. Right. Be reasonable, it'll be fine. And uh, so when we left, we're on a normal plane, tons of people. Right. And nobody's wearing a mask. I think maybe two people that I saw in any airport were wearing mm-hmm. masks. And so we get down there, 
nobody's wearing a mask, nothing. And uh, we're like, this is great. And then all of a sudden, we just started hearing stories. Right. And my parents came down with us for the first seven days, and then my uh, my wife's family came down for the last ten. And we were on a flight leaving that was leaving Merida that was one day after all of their stuff. So we're like, all right, this is easy, not a big deal. And my parents leave, and they get back, and I get a call about five days later from them because we've been texting back and forth, but they're like, you, it's insane. It is absolutely insane. Because you were removed from it. Yeah, we were totally removed. Right, I mean, right. and we're not, like, Merida is kind of the main town, but it's inland, mm-hmm. and about 25 minutes is a town called Progresso, and that's like the beach town. Okay. And then from Progresso along the Gulf, there's just one road. There's one road that's between the towns and the, and the ocean and the swamp. Okay. And that's it. So that's the road we're always on. Right. And we are probably 17 kilometers from Progresso okay. in a house on a beach. And there's not even, like, we have a neighbor that never was there and, like, one other person. Right. So you're just. Yeah, just completely on our own. And the other person is two lots down. Yeah. So we don't see anybody right. really. Right. Yeah. So it was great. Nice. <laughs> but even then, we're removed. Right. So we don't even see, like, what Progresso is doing or what Merritt is doing. Mm-hmm. And then it started getting crazy. And then my other family comes down, and they didn't think they'd even be able to make it. They were they were going to cancel the flight, oh, leaving. Right. And they were like, as long as we can get to the beach, we don't care. So right. they made it. Everything was fine. But they kind of came in like, this is. This is obviously getting weird, but I don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen in 10 days. They stayed, and I got a call again from my parents like seven days before we leave, and they're like, you need to order. You need to get online and order everything right now because right. we can't yeah. find anything. So we missed all of that. Yeah. We missed everything going to the store. Yeah. 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 And so then like when we left, they canceled every flight except the one that my family was on, so we had to switch yeah. onto that. <laughs> you want to talk about craziness? That flight was maybe a third full and we landed in Houston International Airport, which have you ever been there by yes. chance? Yeah, I have. Really busy. Right, yeah. Constantly Huge. busy. Yeah. No one. Ooh, that would be weird. Ghost Town. Zombie that Apocalypse. Yeah. Right. They could have filmed a zombie Eerie. apocalypse movie mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. And so we land there, and then the flight to Kansas City was, oh, God, maybe a quarter full. Wow. I mean, we had, I've, I took a picture of it. And one person thought I was taking a picture of them, so they had this mean look on their face. But I was taking a picture <laughs> in the front of the plane. There's, like, maybe two seats, like, two rows that are filled. Yeah. And it's only, like, one, like two people allowed in the three-seat right, row. Right, right, right. And then behind us, it was, like, a pretty big group was in the back. Mm-hmm. But that was just in the back. That was, like, maybe five, six rows. And the rest of it was our family. That's crazy. Whole Southwest plane, 737. So it was the whole ride. I mean, it's kind of weird. It was like, weird. Yeah, they, I hope the everybody plane doesn't had crash. Yeah, exactly. Everybody, <laughs> nobody had ma- the the flight staff had masks. We didn't have to wear them, which is good because we didn't have them at the time. Right. Um, but the flights, uh, the attendants wore masks, and then they only served water. It's like, well, that's not a good flight. Right. Why would I? I'm flying back from vacation. I'm sad. Give right. me booze. Yeah, Come on, yes. people. <laughs> if you can serve water, why can't you? Exactly. Booze, yeah. Right? Yeah. Not water understand. to wine, right? Come right. on. Let's yeah. make this happen. Like, I'll, I don't care what you have. <laughs> Whatever. So down to that and all that. But we, uh, when we landed in Kansas City, the strangest thing for me wasn't the flights. It wasn't Houston because that was just kind of like, oh, this is weird. Mm-hmm. From KCI to downtown, that stretch of I-29, yeah. we passed less than 15 cars. That's crazy. Wow. It was insane. And I wasn't, I don't, never saw that because I was in my house. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and this was middle that. of the day. Wow. Like this was three o'clock, two o'clock. Yeah. 15 cars. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause I started counting cause I'm like, there's no one on the roads. Yeah. One. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well during that time it's like every day everyone was like 
okay, what's going to happen next? Yeah. Right. What changes are going to happen? How's our world going to change? Everything was mm-hmm. so like up in the air and uneasy yeah. and. Yeah. You, you start realizing humanity. On. Yeah. How you crazy do. we are. You do. Yeah. Cause it was, it was wild. Yeah. Still is. I don't know if we've seen the worst of it yet. I don't know. I think we're going to start seeing some interesting repercussions of all this mm-hmm. coming up here in the near yeah. future. Yeah. When you tell people to stay at home for two months, it's like, okay, you're going to get rid of your supply. Right. And then you're going to have overstock, and that's going to be gone. And then people are now, like, going back into factories to make this stuff. And, I, like, I don't know if you've bought toilet paper lately. We had yeah. to for well, one of our places. you can only buy one. Yeah, one. Well, at our price chopper, you got one. Yeah, you one. You one at a time. And it's, like, the worst toilet. Like, it's not what yeah, they're selling I mean, you. Yeah, I know. They use the right. same packaging, <laughs> but they give you this single ply nonsense. Yes. It's like, yes. this is, yeah, like, like what a commercial paper. building has. Right? Yes. <laughs> it's yeah. bad. It's weird. It's, it is weird. Yeah, and I do think in the coming months we're going to see some crazy yeah. stuff go on. And the kids, you know, I worry about, like, you know, my kids are grown, my grandkids aren't. Yeah. But, like, with you and your kids and the ho- all that homeschooling that went on, and then when they do go back to school, how life at school is so different. You know, yeah. just six feet apart with the mask on. Mm-hmm. And how are they going to create real connection? Yeah. We ended up keeping our kid. He w- this was supposed to be his kindergarten year. Yeah. But he's young for okay. the class. He was born July 11th. Their cutoff is August 1st. So mm-hmm. we're kind of in that gray sure. area. Yeah. And we, like, last minute, but we held him back. Right. It's like, I mean, he's, this kid is incredible. He's, like, reading. He We buy these, like, uh, my big book of whatever, insects, mm-hmm. um, animals, whatever it is. Right. And we buy him that. Loves, like, the planets one because he wants to be an astronaut. But they're 80, 90, 100 pages. Right. And he smokes them, just wow. reads them. And really intelligent. I mean, he went from, like, not talking until he was, like, two, two and a mm-hmm. half to just going crazy he like just loves taking it oh all yeah in. exactly <laughs> just staring at you like i know what you're doing that's <laughs> yeah, terrifying like, what have you heard <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> but but he like we kind of looked at it and it's like you know maturity level is one thing like mm-hmm. you know he's probably been it would probably benefit him to hold him back a bit mm-hmm. um, just one more year but we weren't thinking that months ago i was like no as soon sure. as all this stuff clears up he'll be in kindergarten just like we thought and with this happening i called the school and a friend and client of mine answered the phone and then when she left she made another call to me and we had a different conversation about what they were planning on in the school district uh, i was like oh yeah he's staying home like right. he, he will let him have fun for another year and right we'll do it next year he's yeah, obviously and if he doing needs good. to bump ahead a year eventually yeah. along the way you can do that exactly right yep yeah so. if he needs to skip a year fantastic mm-hmm. whatever works for him right but this year was just not the play. Yeah. This was crazy. It makes me sad. Yeah. For kids. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, that's so much of school. It's like, yeah, it's the learning stuff, of course. Yeah, but, you know, social intelligence oh, yeah. that you learn in school will get you a long ways. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. Right? And they're missing out on that because they're being separated. Yeah. And they're just so. in front of a computer. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. I know. Like, I know what it's like to be in front of a computer. And then some that have to stay at home mm-hmm. without... Um, adequate parenting. Mm-hmm. I feel sorry for those kids too. Yeah. Right. Because are they going to be? Are they going to be able to learn? I feel like yeah. potentially we're gonna we're gonna have a generation of children who grow up to be adults mm-hmm. who are struggling in different ways. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think, and that's gonna be bred from a lot of the things that we were talking about earlier, and that's mm-hmm. gonna be bred from a situation like this. Yes. It's yes. like, and hopefully they kind of figure it out. But I mean, you know, like last year, 
It was my niece's boyfriend's like senior year of college. No celebration. <laughs> so sad. Like, jeez, people. I know. Yeah. It's so sad. Yeah, it's depressing. It's like you just they, made that, a major accomplishment. Right. That what that they look forward to that, yeah. right? That yeah. big, you know, monumental point in their life and then mm-hmm. they don't get to have it. Yeah. So. yeah. My daughter's in forensics and um speech in mm-hmm. college. Oh yeah. So she quadruple qualified for nationals nice. you know, last year, right? Uh-huh. And she was they were two weeks from nationals and going to Florida and canceled. Mm. Right. And she was like devastated. Oh yeah. Sad. Like, oh my gosh. Right? Yeah. I just did all this work and qualified mm-hmm. and now it's right. it's gone. Don't get to go. Yeah. Right. It's just heartbreaking. Yeah. So it's yeah, I and again, it's one of those things like I understand the arguments. I know. I, I do understand too. the other side. I and, and I definitely, right. you know, like the mass thing, it's like, is it annoying? Yes. Am I going to do it? Of course. Yep. That's not a problem. Right. But stuff like that is just the it's most just depressing sad. stuff. I mean, how can you not be sad about it? Yeah. Right? I get it. But we're s- I'm still sad about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's still depressing. Right. Well, it's like, and imagine <laughs> being the person. Happen. Right? Yeah. I wish it didn't happen. Yeah. I wish we were just a normal like we were because we were doing so great as a society. Anyway, economy yeah. was awesome. Uh, economy was great. I, I, I don't, our economy was great. It, the society thing might be a different well, thing. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's why I backed it up. That's yeah. why I, you know, I followed that. Yeah. Economy real quick. <laughs> I get it. Right. Yeah, that was just, when I, when I heard that, I was like, yes and no. Right. We got to talk right. about yeah. this. <laughs> just follow that. Economy. Yeah. Yeah. Society, it's, crazy. Yeah, exactly. God, yeah. It's like, go interact with people and get to know humans again. <laughs> Talk to people. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The weird thing, like, what it's doing to friendships is strange because we're almost, com- like, becoming two separate people, our mm-hmm. online persona and our oh, actual right. persona. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. It's like, that's you rarely true. meet somebody that's like, oh, yeah, you're exactly mm-hmm. like what you th- I right. thought you would be online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. true. Yeah. And a lot of people have the envy, the social media envy yeah. of, like, oh, well, they're doing all that and they seem like their life's perfect. Mm-hmm. And well, maybe not. Nope, probably not. That's not, yeah. T- <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. There are a lot of football players that are great at what they do and their home lives are a wreck. So yes. don't don't worry about yeah. it. It's all good. Yeah. 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 You see, God, like the the glamour of some people. Like it used to just be Hollywood. Now it's everything online. But it's like, it must be nice to be one of them. It's like, right. have you heard about some of these people's mm-hmm. lives? These people are insane. Right. What are you talking about? It's so true. Yeah. Everything looks perfect, but mm-hmm. not yeah. People look perfect, but they're not. Yeah. Yeah. I was in acting. I started my junior year of high school and I got my way to a, a scholarship and was going to, there was actually a chance I was going to go to New York and um, do this uh, television and film school. Mm-hmm. And I just decided like an actual degree is probably best if this doesn't work out. But I was really thinking about yeah, it. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Yeah. And yeah. I really enjoyed acting and I loved it. And now I look at some of the stuff that they've had to deal with and it's like, no. Mm, uh-uh. Right. Now, like you think fame is cool until you're famous. That's true. Yeah. Yes. And anybody that's like, oh, poor them. They have millions of dollars. It's like, yeah, but their mental health is suffering. Money doesn't (laughs) create happiness. No. Just doesn't. No. I think we get that idealistic thought in Mm -hmm. our head, especially when we're young and getting ready to go out and, you know, have a family and everything Mm -hmm. for the first time. Especially if you're from a small town. Doesn't create happiness. No. I talk to my kids about that. And just like, you know, my son, he's right in the middle of like building his mm-hmm. life with his family. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's hard. Yeah. What and does he do? He um, is in uh, 
at a salvage yard mm-hmm. in ca- County Line Auto Parts. I don't know if okay. you know what it is. Mm-hmm. But he's up there, and he's moved his way up. He did. He was gonna. He was gonna go to college, and didn't. That wasn't his path. He yeah. ended up being his path. He mm-hmm. was a big baseball player. Gotcha. Burn out his shoulder. Yep. Had to rethink. Okay, you know how. What do I want to do? Because he was D1 headed to oh, you know, man. majors, 95-mile-an-hour yep. fastball yep. at 16. Yeah, right. That pretty good. So <laughs> <laughs> two shoulder surgeries later, yep. that didn't work out. He's got a crazy, awesome mechanical mind, just mm-hmm. like my dad. And so cars nice. are his thing. He loves cars. So he's on this path of just learning as much as he can. He's moved up the ladder at this at this yard and he's hopes to be you know in management there eventually so he has a team underneath him now so he's he's doing that and he's happy he loves it and doing really great and um making good money for you know for where he is in his life at his age you know doing great and looking for a second house right now and all that but you know money all that's stressful though right oh yeah you know how that is and i I just have live below your means yes that will help a lot. create happiness. Yeah. Just live below your means. Right. Yeah. And I that's think that's, and I, and I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that's tough. I didn't do it. And I'm like, I, I'm not telling you that because I'm so smart. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now just live that. the other side. <laughs> because, uh, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. And I learned from it. Right. Yeah. School of hard knocks. So yeah. I spent everything that I had for a long time. Mm-hmm. Don't do that anymore. And but, that's not uncommon. That's right. super normal. Right. Yeah. I just, you know, I was making good money and I wanted to, you know, I wanted stuff and I bought it and then I was like, oh. No, no. <laughs> I got to pay for it too. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. My credit card says that I can pay this off in well, 35 years. Right, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, and it's, it's so, it really is tough, especially when you've been doing that and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I, I see the money I've got saved up. Right. I see it. It's right yes. over there. That car looks really nice. I, I could I could buy that car. I wouldn't even need to make a payment on it. Right. Yeah, no, we're we're the same way. Like we have to constantly like we talk about our finances constantly mm-hmm. because if it's we good. don't, we'll slip. Right. Like we both know it's like, man, we're doing really good. Our financial mm-hmm. plans looking awesome. We've got this going, this going, this going. It was like we could no. No. Right. <laughs> no, we got we got a raise it's now. True. Now we I shove know. more money towards retirement, yes. different accounts. I'm yeah, taking we, the Dave Ramsey path now. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. 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 I just like, you know, debt free, right? Mm-hmm. Way to go. Yeah. And and build wealth, mm-hmm. you know, not stuff. Yeah. Yeah, right. exactly. Because yeah. the stuff, it's fun when you first get it, but then it's like, eh, you know. Yeah. A car just becomes a car. a car. Right. Yep. It's a car. Yep. So. Yeah. I, uh. We don't, we're definitely not following the Dave Ramsey thing. We both don't like debt, which is hilarious because we have debt. Right. <laughs> but when you look at our net worth, it, there's such a separation between mm-hmm. the amount of debt that we have as opposed to the assets that we own. Right. And actually, like, you, you know, income-producing assets. Yes, yes. And so that's well, been kind of our thing. Well, like, how can you can't really prescribe completely to the Dave Ramsey um, path, although he's a real estate investor, too, when mm-hmm. you're investing like you are. Yeah. Yeah, right. Because you have to different. save up so much that's to buy that. Different, right? Yeah, yeah. But everything's in our plan, so you know when you know these houses that we have now, the rentals. I mean, I have thirty-year notes on all of them, mm-hmm. so it's like, okay, well, I'm this age, so yeah, I'll be fine. Right. Like even if I take that long to pay it off, I'm still gonna have zero debt in retirement, and I think that's the biggest thing. Absolutely. You don't want to have any payments in retirement. No. Like, utilities, cell phone. That's yep. Yeah, right. Then yep. you can live on very little. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's amazing yep. to see like. Our income now mm-hmm. versus if we paid off all of our debt, what we would need. 
Like, oh, not right. what, need. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we, we jacked up the plan a little bit because uh, – so we've been kind of going through the strategy of um, – we worked out with UMB a plan where we have a HELOC, but then they guarantee that when we finish a property, they'll appraise it, give us 80%, and we move on. Mm -hmm. So – but they take, they then pay the HELOC back, right. whatever that amount is. So it's its own separate loan. It's been great. It's a great program. Right. Um, and then we decided to uh, buy a house in Mexico when we were down there oh. and renovate that to that rent part. it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we bought one down there. We, and I told my wife, I was like, it's going to take 15 days for you to start looking around. Mm -hmm. like, I know you enough to know like this, this is a plan for you. Cause we talked about it for years. And um, so we're down there. And we actually bought one. They cut the price in half after we toured it. They'd had it on for like, I think, four months. Okay. And they kind of talked to their agent. And they're like, hey, just FYI, like if they want to buy it, we were going to drop it anyway. So like we just we need this place gone. We need it gone. And so he told us that. And I was like, yep, that's not it wasn't even the one that I wanted mm -hmm. right before that. I thought it was an ugly thing until you went inside and it was really neat. Um, so, yeah, we ended up buying it. That was a complicated process. Because you're buying in another country. Yep, and there's right. no loan. Yeah. So we had to have enough in savings mm -hmm. to not only pay for it, but also pay for the renovation. Mm -hmm. But it's like Merida's the it's always listed as like either the first or second safest city in North America. Mm -hmm. And the only one that oh. it's behind is Quebec City. Wow. Yeah. So everybody okay. thinks that Mexico is like, ooh, it's dangerous. It's like, no, right. that part is this is the Yucatan. Mm -hmm. Like it's not. Yeah, I've talked to somebody that lives there that was from here, lives there now, and yeah. talked about that same mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, it yeah. sounds like. Yeah, it's it's a neat place. I mm -hmm. mean, it gets hotter than hell right. during the summer, so we'll definitely be back here. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of what our plan changed into, and we figured there'd be something like that in the future. Yeah. But eventually, we'll just sell our house here, have the house at the lake, have the house there. Yeah, Probably split nice. time. So, Are but you going to Airbnb it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we – uh, ended up finding an architect that's really well known down there mm -hmm. and he's been great to work with like probably one of the most impressive people i've worked with here or there right and he is putting plans together they're doing a 3d model now and then he handles the renovation which is nice like all their architects are basically the contract the home builders too so we're having him do that and then once that's done we'll airbnb it go yeah. down there cool yeah i'm excited yeah i bet <laughs> i would be too yeah yeah yeah. That's nice. Yeah, we talked we always talked about it, but it was always gonna be on an island. Do you know where in Cancun you were Islam Harris is by chance? Mm -hmm, I do. We wanted to build on there. Pretty. Yeah. yeah. But then it was like island, power, hurricanes. Yes. Yeah. Um ma maybe not. So with Merida, it was like we didn't we knew immediately that we didn't want to be on the beach, mm -hmm. as crazy as that sounds. Like with me, I love seeing water. Yeah. But having a house on the beach is so crazy when it comes to maintenance. Yeah, because all the salt and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah rust mm -hmm. everything out. Yes. All, any metal thing is going to sure. be gone in a year. Mm -hmm. And then the painting is just going to be a constant. Right. So Merida's, you know, inland, helps with the hurricanes. Yeah. Just, you know, kind of a little crazy town. Nice but view still? Um, not necessarily. So if you brought up a street view of Merida, mm -hmm. you'd be like, why would you ever want to move down okay. there? Because they're all, it's literally just a flat line of houses and it's just whatever your entrance is. Okay. Like, and they're all, oh. most of them are flat against very few have like courtyards. Okay. And, uh, and ours is very similar. So if you look at it, you're like, that's weird. But the properties like ours is like 33 feet wide, mm -hmm. but it's like close to 200 feet long oh wow so it just goes and yeah. goes and goes and within cool. that like they've got courtyards and oh, they nice. you know pools yeah, and stuff like that interesting. yeah so it's it's 
weird compared mm-hmm. to up here. Right, it's like, different architecture. Yep, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty neat. Like you kind of build the paradise inside your footprint. Yeah, no, that's what I'm picturing. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. but it's pretty neat. Yeah, We're, that sounds very cool. Yeah, yeah, it's probably gonna be like two years before it's done because yeah. of all of this stuff going on. Oh, but I know. <laughs> Slows everything down. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> Yeah. So when are you uh, looking to get like into the actual investment side? Is this an immediate um, thing or are you going to wait a while? You know, within the year. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. I'd like to cool. do something within the year. That's good. Just jump right in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. Yep. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fun. I got, yeah. I get teased by some of people, some friends. Cause I was like, that'll be fun. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. It'll yeah. be fun. It'll be great. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah. Why not? So, um, yeah, I'll probably within the next year, I'll do something. I, I really want to flip a house and sell it. Yeah. No, it's not ideal time to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really probably not ideal time to buy a rental property, though, either, because all the prices are high right. and everything, right? But, yeah. but the flipping might be better because I'll be buying something that um, needs some updating and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I just want to do it. I want to have the experience of it. Yeah. And then kind of decide what I liked and what I didn't like about it mm-hmm. and go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's... You never, it's the ultimate, you never know until you do it. Right. Like you, and I thought like I was around, my dad was a floor installer. I was around construction all mm-hmm. my life. I thought I knew so much <laughs> yeah. and I knew nothing. Cause like this place that we have in Belton now, this tiny place, I mean, we ended up opening the walls. We ended up, they had a false ceiling and then mm-hmm. the actual roof. And so we took it up to the roof line so that oh, it would nice. look as big yeah, as possible. Sure. And I mean, just one of those. I'm really glad I bought it where I did because if I hadn't bought it for that, I would have mm-hmm. lost money. Yeah. And it's like, I where wasn't going to pay Belton? anymore. Uh, I guess I it's a just, it's just north of Lock Lloyd. Oh, okay. Yep. It's yeah. a, it's Holmes Hills. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holmes Hills. Yeah. Yeah. I know the area. Yep. So it's just little kind of crazy place where they don't really care about building codes. It seems sure, like, right. <laughs> but, but we've had, I mean, it's been excellent. The guy that's working for me, um, has been there every day, just one thing after another. Mm-hmm. But it, if I showed you the pictures, you'd be like, "That the pictures don't even do it justice." It was such a gross house. Are you gonna sell it or rent it? I'll probably try to sell it, just okay. because we've had with COVID and everything else, we've had some quote unquote losses, mm-hmm. um, paper losses that I think I can take advantage of them to flip it, right? And I won't have to pay taxes on that game. Oh, good. Yep. So that's probably what I'm gonna do with this one. I was planning on immediately refinancing and renting it. Right. But I was like, man, if I can get this sold this year, I'm going to be in a real good spot. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. If you get it done, if I sell, because everything's selling. Yeah. Right? What? Well, I just talked to my brother, who, again, is a way better agent than I am. And uh, he was like, what is it? And I told him where it was, showed him the pictures, and I told him the price. And he was like, ah, it should probably sell pretty quick. I like yeah. your attitude. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, Manifest some of that. Do you have a client? Do you have somebody that's looking? <laughs> That'd be an easy sale. <laughs> Give them a deal. <laughs> so do you actively buy and sell right now? For yeah. For people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I just finished up with a, another client that I went to high school with um, awesome. last week, week before. You know, it's not one of those things that I go out and I'm actively, like, right. supermarketing. Or anything no, like that, uh-uh. right? I, I did that for years. And I liked it, but I'll be honest, the thing that I got the most frustrated with was other agents. Okay, I've heard. Yeah. yeah and it's not like somebody like you that's new and there's mm-hmm. questions. It's like, I, nobody cares. That's right. fine. That's mm-hmm. easy. It was like these, you know, the agents that just have not adapted to their new environment mm-hmm. are the ones that drive me crazy. Right. It's like, you know, I had one that was telling me that they couldn't get their client. And this was a couple of years ago. They couldn't get their client to sign the paperwork because they didn't have email. I was like, mm-hmm. how old are they? <laughs> oh, they're like 50. I was like, they should have email. Right. Come on. <laughs> 
just I mean and it's that's a it's minor thing stuff. yeah right. and that's yeah. a minor thing but I mean I've been yelled at by other agents you know mm -hmm. that just I, I try to explain to people it's like understand this is a contract this is a legally binding contract right. I know realtors sometimes get the you know the the bad comparison to you know oh well, this is a part-time job mm -hmm. whether that that's true or not mm -hmm. this is a legal document yes. this is like anything else this yes. is like divorce papers. Yes. This is like you buying a car. This is everything. This is a legally binding contract. You cannot welch on it. Mm -hmm. If you do, there are consequences. Yes. That came clear to me during training. I was yeah. like, okay, this is a big deal. And it's easy mm -hmm. for things. It seems like this easy for things to potentially go wrong. That can yeah. get you into trouble. Oh, yeah. Huge trouble. Right. The way you list a property. I yeah. mean, one mistake and you're out 10 grand. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you yeah, violate it's a little overwhelming, mm -hmm. like, I want to know everything. Yeah. You know? And well, and then we'll talk, you know, like next year, or the year after, and you'll be like, how are some of these people allowed to keep doing this? Mm -hmm. How is this possible? Yes. Yeah. We <laughs> and they don't get in trouble. It just mm -hmm. like, well, most of the slide. time, no. And I have a huge problem with that. I would too. But mm -hmm. like, but then there are also some frivolous stuff where people that are reporting things that think it's a problem mm -hmm. don't realize that it's not a problem. Okay. And, right. um, I uh, was talking to an agent recently that had this happen, and they <laughs> they had an offer on the table. They accepted it, mm -hmm. and then another offer came in the next day because uh, they didn't. The people had seen it the previous day before it was mm -hmm. accepted, and that offer was ten thousand more than the other one. And the lovely thing was it was cash, so no appraisal. Wow, nice. And so these people were like, oh, if "We would have just waited right. another right. couple minutes, uh, whatever." And uh, so my brother's like, well, there's one chance and that we can do this. Mm -hmm. It's like, what is it? And it's like, we have in the contract that they have three days to deposit the check. Okay. And he sent him a text on the fourth day and was like, have you deposited the check? No, they haven't yet. And immediately sent the cancellation order. Yeah. And, and the agent called him, called his broker, reported him to the Missouri oh, Real Estate right. Commission. Uh -huh. And it's like, report me all you want. Like that's the contract said that contract yeah. says that right. once you do that, you are in breach of contract. We have every right to cancel. Right. Done. $10,000 cash offer accepted, nice. but it, t it takes some, knowledge. some strength and some knowledge to do right. that because you, I mean, you right. are going to make somebody real mad mm -hmm. and you have to be able to handle that. Mm hmm. What's yes. that? You have to be able to handle that. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. That pushback from somebody else. Yeah. 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 He's that guy. He knows, like I said, he knows his contract so well that he's been reported several times. They always come back like, yeah, that's what he said. Wow. Th that's what the contract says. I mean, it's right there. I had someone, it might have, I think it was in a podcast because like I just fill my brain with this stuff all mm -hmm. the time. But they suggested read the contract out loud every day for like a month mm -hmm. because that contract is so important yeah. and you need to know it. Yep. Right? As a real estate agent, you have to know that contract. Mm -hmm. So just... It's not fun, yeah. but you're gonna you're gonna get it in your head that way. Yep. You know, and understand the contract. Know the contract, right? Yeah. 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 It was whew, the the weird one for me. We ran into this issue, and this is probably boring, but <laughs> ran into this issue when I bought this um I bought this uh, house that we're working on in Belton, and the issue was that um they had discovered termites. Okay. And so it wasn't, they weren't in the walls. They were just in a, in a wood pile right next to the house. And I was like, okay, well I just need to get it treated. No big deal. Um, so they got it treated, but in the contract, it's really, the wording is real weird because mm -hmm. it basically says, God, how does it go? It's basically like 
termites are a completely separate issue than everything else that can possibly be requested. Okay. And so if they find termites in the contract, it stipulates they have to repair it. Okay. In the um, um, resolution uh, of acceptable, what is it? Disclosure of uh, acceptable, whatever. Anyway, my brain's going right now. But it doesn't state that very clearly. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I actually had to write in the contract, like, per contract, you must do this. No other repairs needed. But it was one of those things that was the only thing that I could request. Right. It, you know, they had basically said in the contract that, like, they won't make any repairs, but the contract itself stated that you have to if termites are found. Right, and termites were found. Yeah, and termites were found. So I just wrote it up and, like, that's what it says. <laughs> and luckily they were fine. But it was right. one of those things like, please don't be a giant pain in the butt. <laughs> like, this is going to be aggravating. <laughs> right. But just but a lot of people would have missed that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's just understanding, right? And really. Yeah. Yeah. I even called. I called my broker and my brother. And I was like, what do you think? Like, oh, we've never run into that before. Okay. Well, try it. See what happens. And I mean, I called KCRAR and they pretty much verified that that's what it was, but it right. was just kind of terrifying because yeah. it's like, you got, can you word this a little easier right. <laughs> so everybody's on the same page? Mm-hmm. But that's I bet okay. that stuff comes up kind of, I mean, not that exactly, but yeah, things that are, you know, because contract wording can be a little, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not super familiar with it, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. but know, like you were saying, uneasy. just read it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to become familiar with because <laughs> I've been scared enough by, you know, just things I've listened to. I want to do it the right way. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. I want to do it the right way. And I want to make sure I protect the people that I have, that I'm working with. Yeah. Well, and it's, they can. it's good to have a good reputation with your clients and you'll do yes. that. But it's also a really good thing to have a good reputation with the other agents. Yeah. Right. Like this mm-hmm. house that I just sold for the guy or just um, helped him buy, you know, I knew the agent. I was like, oh, this she called me and was like, Thank God we know each other. I'm tired of dealing with people. This is going to be easy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was. We had, they had a great house. It was like three repairs needed. So oh, that's nothing. nice. But, uh, but, yeah, so it'll be good. Yeah, awesome. I'm excited. Cool. It'll be good. Very yeah. cool. If uh, somebody wants to get a hold of you for real estate, how do they get a hold of you? Um, or any of your other pursuits? <laughs> <laughs> Yoga, branding, uh-huh. or real estate. Exactly. Or just, you know, good conversation. Yep. Then um, they can call me at 816-804-0679. Or they can email me at lori at worthlivinghappy.com. Worth living happy. That's awesome. Thank you so much for coming. I really (laughs) appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. Cool. All right, we can take these off. I'm sweating.